Hey guys, brand new podcast. I'm on tour. If you're getting this, I am. Go to burpurpurt.com. I'm gonna. I can sit and tell you all my tour dates. I think we're on the second leg of our Tampa run. I, I don't know if Shane's with me. DC, Boston, New York, then back to Boston, Cedar Rapids, Green Bay, Peoria, then back to Sioux City. I don't even know if these directions are right. You know that I have just learned how to manipulate my memory. Um, I love it. I love knowing how to memorize stuff. Today's podcast is a good one. You have seen him on tour with me. He has been on tour, all the Hot Summer Nights tours with me. He has been on, I met, I took him on the road with me for a ton. He is still on tour with me. He met me and Mark Norman in in Ireland so he could see his mom's grave for the first time. What a fucking sweet man he is. And then he's at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, November 26th, 28th, and 26th through 28th. His website is shanetorres.com. Shane is a comedian.com. Yep. Here's more dates. He's got more dates. I don't have the time to read those. Go to Shane is a comedian.com. <laughs> Laughing Tap, Mississippi Studios, Portland, Oregon. Laughing Tap, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. House of Comedy, Plano, Texas, or House of Plano in Plano, Texas. Vermont Comedy Club, Loft, Loft, Boss. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my buddy, my good friend, stand-up comedian and all-around hilarious, sweethearted dude, Shane Torres. This is Uh, It was really weird watching myself. I think it, it sounds so fucking painful. Like, no, no. You know what's so funny is I assume I I I expected it to be very painful. Yeah, I expected it to be very painful, and so just like I, looking at everything you do, like like it's like it's not even almost physical. It's like look at how I'm not acting as well as these people in this kind of ship. Yeah, it's so I brought a, I bought two bottles of wine in my backpack for the screening, and they're like, "We'll have wine there." By the way, they did not have enough wine. Like immediately, I was like, "Doug Stanhope once told me I travel with my own booze. I don't trust anyone." <laughs> Like what someone else's idea you know, of what enough is for you is kind <laughs> of for anyone. Like really, like yeah, yeah. for anyone. Like what like, it could be like you way overbought with two bottles of wine. Is the yeah, yeah the inverse? Uh, I bought six, so I had four more in my car that I didn't bring up with me because I was like, "Cause how I long ex- is your movie?" No, it's like all three Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, no, I. Uh, or did I, you just want one of those big soda cups that no, you could just fill I, the one? I figured I'd get enough for everyone there, right? Okay. And yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that everyone there was working. Like it, for everyone else, they're not watching themselves in a movie. They're working. Yeah. Like there's okay. a. Yeah. There's a. Uh, there's, professional component that's like there's, there's a, your professional component of it is finished and that's like your work part of it my work part's over all i gotta do is give notes and my notes kind of are i mean i, I think they're shake hands take the, pictures that kind well, of i stuff, know yeah. i know but i think i don't i i in my notes are more broader like you know they're not as fine-tuned as what these people are doing so like yeah. there's a composer there that's watching it to figure out how to compose it and then there's like uh there's a there's an editor from another movie who wants to would gives him notes on where he thinks he can tighten like just to, like everyone's working. this part's a little long like yeah. you don't need this this cutaway and this kind of stuff at like whatever. And it's a, yeah. yeah and so and so my mine any notes i would have are all kind of like selfish ego notes like yeah yeah like, hey man i look kind of fat in that but yeah 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 can but, we use a, a shoulders up kind of shot yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. only thing i the only thing i noticed <laughs> yeah, that i think mine well, would be like yeah why why, why? <laughs> <laughs> the movie started out and i st- immediately started uh crying and i <laughs> I know, I know. Look, I am a fucking, 
I am a, oh. like the older I get, the more I realize I am a piece of work. Like I am a fucking weird <laughs> fucking person that does not. I'm 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 like I started crying. When you say we like what like you were just emotionally overcome by what anxiety no, or like just that it looked gratefulness. Good. I think I was a very I was very nervous that it wouldn't look good. And by the way, it still has a long way to go. You know, that yeah, but like also like done. you know, you're a comic. You're like. The goal was like, I just want to sell tickets, and it's then a, be it to be in a movie seems like a kind of it, crazy it does level. Feel, thing. It feels like a gross ask, to be honest with you. Like it feels like because not a lot of comics get to do a movie, so it feels yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels like it feels like like it feels like a lot of people would, would have the right to say, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" Because because that's what I feel about myself. Yeah, but like I mean, but like because you feel that way, that doesn't mean you do deserve a movie but it also doesn't mean you don't right like like i mean like in the sense of like no one deserves a movie first of all like, that's a crazy fucking thing it's, to say. it's yeah. a crazy thing but like you i would say you are as qualified as most of your peers to be in a movie you know, like and yeah. a lot of your peers have been in movies yeah. like yeah I you know like so like i'd hope so i don't know yeah you know and yeah. i guess like we'll see like we'll see yeah we'll I, see. I mean, it's like it's yeah. not like everybody's like man just fucking and no offense but nobody's like Adam Sandler's just the actor of a generation, you know. Like, it's uh, like yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I do think he's great, but it's, you get what I'm saying. All is I like, need it, to, all I need it to be funny enough that people enjoy it. Me to be competent enough that my acting doesn't distract you from yeah, the movie. Yeah. And when it when it do kicked, the Seinfeld thing, put actors around you, kind of great group. actors around me. Yeah, There's great, great actors around me. Yeah. That like I I laughed out loud at every single person in this movie. They can actually do comedy, yeah, and I laughed I laughed a couple times at me. Like and 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 by the way, I'm not a big laugher at myself. I'm gonna take that back. What am I saying? <laughs> my God, I gotta I gotta be more accountable with my words. I talk out of my fucking ass. I also love that we we're just like, man, I think I'm a piece of shit, and then there's just the gallery of Bert next to us. <laughs> It's like, I get it, but like you got you have to remind yourself of your achievements. But it's just so funny to the contrast. A fucking walking contradiction. Uh, we all are, dude. Yeah, like I try to be accountable. I went to, to the it. gym before this, and then I was just like, I gotta have two spinach feta wraps because one wouldn't be. Oh, well, I just I yesterday I was like, oh, your phone. <laughs> Good to see you, Leon. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, the the to button this, I the movie opens and it was. It was better than I expected. Real, like, and like, like. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know what name? a rough, Peter the director? Peter Tensio. Yeah, I didn't know what a rough cut would look like, so I didn't know how polished a rough cut would be. I wouldn't. I didn't know if it would look like a movie or if it was going to look like, uh, like string outs. And so, yeah, so like, string it was just going to be like all the scenes compiled together. Yeah. And and feel like choppy or something like that. Yeah. yeah and uh, and as soon as it started, I started crying, and then I started drinking, and then I started acting out all the scenes in my chair in the in the screening do you room. remember the dialogue oh, like, yeah i remember yeah. all the dialogue yeah, and you were just so like and you were like, doing like yeah and, and then was, like and Le <laughs> yeah and leanne was like and I that's do it, so funny i do it for my specials too i do it like what i can tell it this is an interesting little take for me but like i can tell if my specials i can tell when my specials flowing good because i go i move along with it like when oh. if i can move along with it watching it and go and go from bit to bit i go i'm going in the right direction yeah i'm going like the the first time that happened was with the machine when we we got them and we didn't even really get that much of an edit say in the machine we, that was way more showtime right? showtime yeah. yeah we got the machine and then i was like um and i started and i didn't like, I didn't like the way it started and leanne's like no we'll just trim that out and i was like really and she's like yeah 
Just cut that part where you're talking. This this stuff right here is stupid. I don't know why you said that. It's too long. Yeah, yeah you, and- you were just like performing for the show and not for the camp, like for right. the live. Yeah, which are two different, very different things. And then and then I and then I started doing the act. Yeah, and I was like, oh wait, this is actually pretty good. She goes, it's great. And then for secret time. Same thing happened as soon as I got to like I I just there's a point in the in serial time where I I started doing the thing and I and as soon as you get into the thing where you're doing the thing like for me then I know okay this flows right yeah this is your pro like you like this is done the way you want it done yeah. as opposed to like, yeah and even it's interesting even because you're giving people a lot of control over something you created when you do a special which I yeah. don't think people understand I wish I had been one of those comics that were very confident early on you know like you look at like certain comics <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I think. Here we all like. I think. I mean, it's good that we don't like have like because you're not ready for it. Sometimes you, you like you you bite off more than you can chew, which a I lot of people. Th- I think there's. I think there's a lot of aspects that would have destroyed me. Like just my drinking would have. Been, my drinking's borderline out of control now. You know, <laughs> you've seen me. You yeah, see how I yeah, live. I mean, it's like, but it's not also like you do it's everything. also not you also like, do everything you're supposed to do so it's like you're not like nicholas cage and leaving las vegas yeah yeah it's like and i you know it's like and you know i see my cardiologist every nine months i just saw him today and uh-huh. yeah yeah and uh and um but i but like i definitely i don't even know what i was oh, oh if if i had been younger and gotten the six i was just saying this to someone but you weren't you were always kind of propelling forward at the beginning. Like, even when you were young, like, I mean, I know you stayed in the place of like funny boning and road dogging yeah. for a few years, but like, or I don't know how long really, but like, yeah. but you were always kind of moving. You had your eyes on stuff, right? Yeah, but I'll like, tell you what I didn't have that you have, and which I am, um, uh, I think is cool as shit. Is you? Like, you no. You'd, <laughs> you'd <laughs> open for <laughs> <laughs> the, that, that, that guy guy with the tour bus something like that. <laughs> no what i think is cool is like you have like industry respect and like like the industry looks at you and goes he is fucking funny like everyone in the industry says thank that. you yeah but they're also like, how do we get them to sell tickets? It's like a big That's part. That's the hard part. Is yeah, like it's like it's like you don't... can be good and work, but you're like it's also that thing of like, it's scary to be where I am, be right now because it's like, I think people do like the work I make for the most part. You know, yeah, like when I go every, to a yeah. place, but like if um you know you you know what it is to not sell tickets, like ah, and I how nerve wracking it is. To like, how do I get back to it's, this place if I'm not sell- Yeah, and it's also scary. And like it's like and it's like it's like and now it's not like posting on Instagram your dates is not changing anything. It's, like, it's yeah. not it's not what it was when people really started. I started doing like I feel like a few years ago you posted dates on Instagram and people were tink, like tink, 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 tink. Yeah. yeah put it in your stories and you'd have like thirteen thousand swipe ups yeah and uh, and it's not that anymore. I don't know you know but what? also for you it's very different now like your like because you've grown so big like i think like podcasts whatever you know like people just your website i think a lot of comics just have websites because you're supposed to it's your digital business card a bit like your website actually gets traffic on it like yeah. whereas a lot of I comics don't, I, I, don't, I don't know about but are not traffic <laughs> no but, but i 
I think I think podcasting, between all three. Oh, your things. Podca- yeah. I think I was very lucky to get into two bears one cave yeah. when I did. I think that both Tom and I, I think, are very grateful for that. You guys that like podcast. really buffered each other up or bumped. Well, each we other. really enjoy it, and you know, it's like it it's, seems to be. It, the, and, by the way, the weight vest thing the other day was pretty funny. Oh, I like that. You. Yeah, the the bed reveal was pretty good. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I, I, I'm in an interesting place with social media because I feel like I have to an extent overexposed myself at in my family and stuff and so I, yesterday was interesting because i did those two jokes or whatever and then it ended with leanne singing sweet home whatever some song oh, oh and i was, was that like joe cocker song or something yeah, joe like cocker that? song and yeah. i was like i was like all right i'm done now i'm not gonna that's think the, about that's it for the day that's it for the day i'm gonna put my phone away and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna disconnect like, do you look at it as a thing of like this is the thing I have to do today, and this is the thing I can control. Like it's like it's like, like if like a boxer's like I got to go do sit ups today and and do the, like it's yeah. like maintenance almost. You know, yeah. it's so funny. I had a guy call me. I, I still just so everyone's aware, I, I still have my old phone. So if if you want to Facetime me, and I know it, it's interesting that it's interesting the set the stuff you put out comes back to you, right? Yeah. It's like I Facetime people. I love Facetiming. People. Yeah, it's fun. I, I've never, I never call someone. I never text them. I love to FaceTime with someone out of the blue. And so, just, yeah, I think I've, you've done that to me. I like, do that all, I do that to everyone. I've just FaceTime people. Yeah, I think and, you guys were on the bus and I was like somewhere and yeah. you, were, you guys were just like loaded. It was like 3 a.m. <laughs> they were like, we miss you. <laughs> so <laughs> all I do is get FaceTimes on that old number. Yeah. People FaceTime it all the time. And I answer it sometimes. Like if I'm sitting by my, yeah. it comes into my computer. This is all, I mean, this is all stuff I probably shouldn't say out loud, but whatever. It, it, they, I saw the know after the Howie episode. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna know after the Howie Mandel episode. So it comes into my old computer because my old, my computer is connected to that phone number. So FaceTime show up all the time from fans. And if I'm sitting there doing nothing, I'll answer them. And it's always a very cool interaction. It's always like Are someone. They, they're usually just shocked to like. They're always shocked. They're always like, oh shit. And then I'm like, what's up? <laughs> and it's a and I'm telling you, every time it's a very casual cool conversation where it lasts about five minutes and we just talk can i answer it one time please <laughs> we had to shut the computer down because it happens so often you get calls like a couple times an hour what i would say oh definitely once an hour yeah, yeah. easily easily if i'm on a zoom i'll get two calls during the Jesus. zooms and so um so like I, I watched this one the other day uh I won't say his name, but a really nice guy who's who happened to grow up with one of a kid I grew up with, and their, their moms were friends, and he lives in just outside Orlando. And my buddy, did you pick it up because it was like a Florida nope, number? Or just picked like it up because I saw it, and the guy was it was so funny because the guy was so cool. Like he was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "What you doing?" And he was like, "Nothing." He was like sitting by my yard having a cold beer, getting ready to watch some football. And I said, "Really?" I go, "Who are you watching?" And he goes, "Bucks, man. Come on." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Where you at?" He told me where he's from. And then we bullshitted back and forth for a little bit. And he goes, actually, one of my best friends growing up, like a cousin of mine, is one of your good friends. And named him. And I went, oh, shut up. And he was like, oh, yeah, our moms are best friends. I was like, oh, cool. And then he said to me, he goes, hey, man, just so you know, um, I really enjoy your Instagram stories. And I went, thanks. Uh. And he goes, I kind of live vicariously through you, you know. So keep keep it up, buddy. And I was like, thanks, man. And you hang up. You're like, ha, ha, ha. That was perfect. That was a perfect, like almost yeah. like it was getting, like getting in the water with a shark and then getting out of the water with a shark. <laughs> like that could have been, a, yeah, could have been like you fucking talk, yeah, yeah, could have been horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, 
I think it's, uh, <laughs> I never really thought about the negative. Like, if somebody just called you to hate on you, that'd be fucking. Well, that was what, that was, so that, that was what was happening with that phone was that there were a few people. What's interesting is they start as fans. They start as like legit fans. And this is, I'm just speaking about these people that are the reason I had to change my phone number. Yeah. And not a ton of them, but enough where I didn't, I didn't want them to have access to get my eyes. Yeah. Well, and I like, don't give them any space like you know like fuck them like i didn't want them to i didn't want them to be able to like me check and go oh who's this and then it's something mean about my surgery and about me dying and how they hope i die yeah and you're just like oh god that's fucking like well that's just like you know everyone's like pretty angry right now i think in the world like and it's just like i think so much of it is like that's like a mentally ill person who's willing to call you and say something that fucking horrid I think just so you like just because you they didn't like one joke or whatever or like I don't found a reason to not like it, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's uh whoever I, you are. You know I think I mean? it's interesting. It's like you, you look at the way this this country is so polarized, but then you see the polarization all of a sudden meeting in weird places. Like like uh I I it it fascinates me. You know, I don't think anyone's going to really know the true effects of what that lockdown did to our country and did to our, our mental or, state. Oh, dude, no. Like, yeah, I agree. I think it's like there's so much. Like, I mean, PTSD is the word you like the things you the phrase you would use. I think it's just like it's insane. Like I have friends who are like I wouldn't call them agoraphobic now, but like oh, that's so interesting. That is the conversation I had with my fucking cardiologist today. Because no. I was like, hey, man, I can't, like, I'm not, I'm, I went to the Denver airport. I talked about this on Two Bears, but I went to the Denver airport, and I had a legit panic attack. First of all, it was the most packed airport I've ever been in my entire Denver life. airport, is, I was there on Sunday. It's fucking insane. Were the lines around uh, the baggage were crazy. claim? They were crazy, dude. And, like, I mean, I have, you have this all the shit. I have all the shit that gets you through, and you're like, how is this still 40 minutes? And everything, you know, like... How, why i'm supposed to be able to get through this like all of my bullshit at the airport in 25 30 minutes like yeah. half an hour like to my gate from checking and everything like that's about how much patience i can have and even then i'm a real moody fuck about yeah. it and then the denver airport is gnarly and it's not under construction or anything like it was what's, so buck what's so interesting too is that you know that interacting with people has become a tad bit volatile in situations and and i in a weird way i I find a comfort in not going outside because i don't have any bad interactions yes this is safe this is like we we, when we were when we were red rocks we had a we went and saw jimmy buffett and we had a (laughs) a private entrance to get in and out of red rocks so we had a sprinter van waiting for us and i'd performed there the night before so they'd allowed us backstage access down a set of stairs over to this the, to the vip area or whatever yeah to the, to the bus where it was, it was waiting for us and um this woman that worked at red rocks no fault of hers she doesn't know who i am now here's the other thing is i've gotten so mediocre on 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 stances on being like i've gotten so this woman no fault of hers didn't know who i was and said something super nasty to me she worked at red rocks like really fucking mean and I, just and because you guys were there in the space because we were trying to get by and and it was just like fucking uncalled for but at the same time i kind of forgave her right away and i was like she doesn't know who i am 
If you don't know who I am, who the f- yeah, what? Well, how many million yeah. people say this? How many million people say I performed here last night? I mean, like, yeah, I bet a lot of people. Yeah, and like we wouldn't know who they are. Half of yeah. them. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is that. The who do you know who I am thing is like a kind of a shit. Is a, is a I didn't say thing that. But by the way, yeah. I didn't even say it. I didn't even say it. And I and I'm I'm not putting it past me that I'm not the kind of guy to say it. But I wasn't even saying it. <laughs> she she was just look. I'll flex. I'll yeah, flex yeah. celebrity if I can to get me anything. I want the fucking Johnson and Johnson booster. Yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever I can. <laughs> but uh, but but my go like, yeah. but. But it's like just simple interactions these days. They're a little so shitty. Yeah. Where I feel like I, I feel like civility is a tad bit lost. A, lot, a little bit of like. I mean, didn't you feel that way when we first went out and p- audiences were like, how comfortable am I? Like, I think it's like that's just another small example of it. But like just seeing like knowing how you they used to interact as opposed to how they interact now is very like now there. I feel people are. A little more loose uh, but like when we first went out and did the drive-in stuff people were like a little like not that they weren't enjoying it but like how enthusiastic can they be and they're all like yeah. or they're overly enthusiastic but they don't they're not as raucous because or like they the, don't feel safe being near people this, yet but they're this, out there anyways the simple fact remember the one time we were i think we were in like oklahoma and we were outside the bus and some guy came up and we had we we're like oh we, we need to keep distance and he was like oh you guys aren't those covid believers are you, you know, and we were like, I mean, I'm not really like. <laughs> and you I just, mean, I think it was it might have been. A, I think it was Oklahoma. Yeah, we were in Tulsa, and we remember I was like, I need to get toothpaste, and we drove to a Walmart, and it was like, <laughs> we're not getting out of this fucking van. <laughs> like, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's but like, like, yeah, some of us are. I'm not. And now I am dogging people for not believing in it at this yeah. point. Yeah, like I, I used to be like I, I mean like. You know, we're all scared. We don't know what's going on. But now I'm like, I am like, you don't be a fucking asshole. Don't tell me it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, what's so interesting is that like just wearing a mask is a political statement. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. I told you I was in Virginia Beach and I put on my mask before I walked into the store and this guy called it a Biden flag. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was pretty, I was like, that's pretty creative for a redneck. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's just like, pretty good. Normally it's just like. <laughs> nice one geek or whatever you know like God, how great i wish i was i i could think of a million things to say to someone with a mask if i was anti-mask oh yeah what oh, was that help block dicks going in your mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think there's a yeah i mean you can sit around all day and make fun of it but, oh yeah. yeah by the way there's people listening to this podcast that are that don't believe in masks yeah and, and by the way I, I i'm i'm i gotta be honest with you i'm fucking done with masks I'm i don't want to wear masks. fucking fully irritated by it but i like i still think they and believe they serve a purpose like I, I, you like it that like like but i am i'm done with it too but like the people getting sick are not the ones wearing masks a lot of the time i like i, I don't know what you fucking want from people like i can't wait until we know all the information on this disease we're gonna be so many people are gonna be so wrong on so many things dude. i like, can't wait i wish i'd go in a time machine and go like just five years from now like when when they thought AIDS was like just a gay plague, and then they're like, "Oh no!" They're, I remember it can affect everyone because, yeah. like, I I didn't when I didn't understand AIDS. What they it, call it? Grids before? Did did they? Gay requ- required immune deficiency syndrome. Yeah, like that was like they called it gri- grids. Like, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's funny because it's I remember I remember when AIDS came out, 
I was a firm, I, I'm, I'm a weird rule follower in those senses. Like I was like a, hey, you wear condoms or you will get AIDS. I, I, mean, it's, I remember, yeah. I remember getting to college and being like, no man, she had sex with a guy without a condom. She's going to have AIDS. Like I remember I just did not understand that like you could have, that you could have unprotected sex and you probably weren't going to catch AIDS. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like. That the uh, homecoming queen probably wasn't riddled with AIDS. Probably not. Probably like, not. But like, if so a girl many- had sex with three people, that didn't mean she was a hundred percent more likely to have AIDS. Yeah, which, no, which like- is how my but what's and that's what I am with that disease. That's how my brain thought in high school is like must wear condoms. It, Just it, like everything is the worst possible result. Like, and do you think that like? Are you saying this because you think a lot of people feel that way about this? Or? I don't even know. I know that I did. Like when they, I, I mean, I look back at some things that we were told, and that we did, and I am. I feel so foolish. Like pizzas. If we got pizza, I had a really hard time getting pizzas delivered because so I was like, "Babe, they're going to be covered in COVID." And I think this goes into my OCD a little bit. Wiping down fruits. I wiped and, down fruits. Yeah. I wiped down pizzas. Well, remember, if we got packages, you left them outside for three days. Yeah, the last show I did with you before was Constitution Hall. And then I went to go tape that thing. And we like COVID was already like really present, but it wasn't nothing had shut down yet. And you're like, I keep touching my fucking face. Leanne tells me if yeah. I touch my face, it's a good way for it to get in through my eye, like, or something like, yeah. And, we, and like, I mean, and we were all like, I have no idea. Like, and it's also like, at that point, I'm also like air on the side of caution right now. We don't know how fucking bad yeah. this is. Like, that doesn't make me crazy. Like, but like, we didn't know. But like, I mean, now I don't think people think you can get COVID from touching a pen that somebody else had. You know, like, I, st- I start thinking, you know, like, my, and when yeah. I wipe down everything on the airplane, when they give me a sandy wipe, I'm like, this is like performative, yeah, a little bit, you know, a little look, bit, yeah. yeah. You, you, you yeah, and I mean, you it. might still be able to get COVID from pick touching stuff. I don't know, but like, it does feel a bit like. Well, then we if it's if it's this crazy, then we all should probably just not even be on the plane. Like to right. me, to some right. degree, uh, if it's that transmissible just through touch. But then, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm fucking. I just can't wait until we know everything, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" As a matter of fact. It's only people who had chicken poxes between the ages of seven. Oh, and there's going to be so many. It's going to be something very specific, and everyone's going to be like, "I wish we had known this at the beginning." Yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck I remember the day our it- economy wouldn't be in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, it's my- like I got a family member who's just like you hear about like there's a hundred people that have had this weird blood disorder from that had got the vaccine, and I was like, oh, well, there's 168 million people who haven't gotten it." Like, so wait, and that's also a thing. Like, there's a risk involved. Like, you so know, what's it like when you have family members who you disagree with completely? And and how did how do how does it? I mean, I don't think shaming them or anything like you're yeah. like I don't being like that's fucking stupid. I don't say that, but I do say, well, like, there's this thing that's otherwise. You yeah. know, like, I don't. For me personally, him saying that a hundred people have gotten a blood disorder or whatever it is is not untrue i mean i'm sure they do have a blood disorder but like you're pointing to that so to me it's like okay well then i need i need to point to a thing they also have like you say they all got the vaccine and that's caused the blood disorder that's like the logic of this guy's thinking yeah. and my logic is like well there's 168 million people who did get it and don't have like yeah and i and if it's like 
if 100 is like a significant number than to you, then 168 million should be a far more significant number to you. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. But like, I also think people just don't want to be wrong about stuff now. Like uh, people, no, one, a, no one's willing to be fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, we should be, we get, we'll get a, a lot further along. It's funny because, uh, um, oh shit i just sucks to, though, to talk to, to talk to a person that oh. like disagree with someone you have to love what's what's in what i really find fascinating is is the people that the people that are anti-vaxxers aren't just all one set of people like it's people from the right no. and oh people yeah from like the left like, we're like we've come so far around we're standing behind each other now yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so fucking, it, I, and by the way i like like naturalist and like far right conservatives have some things in common when it comes to like, i, I like read vac- an article like a lot of people don't like vaccines on either side yeah yeah, yeah. i read a thing today about uh about black lives matters is anti-vaccine that by the way someone may want to research that <laughs> yeah I, that's that's me reading a headline notice how i uh you were like <laughs> that doesn't I sound accurate i don't know for- what that i mean like i mean i'm sure there are people in the black lives matter movement that are not pro this vaccine i know Let's plenty see. of people but there are people everywhere i gotta stop uh, did you google news. it i no i i it's uh, by the way what does it say i, I can't I, man i get too many i get you read something and then you go oh, oh you go holy shit and then you're like oh yeah fox news okay yeah well you also absorb like i i think we don't t- talk about how much w- what we absorb affects us yeah you know like if i watch like too much sopranos i'll be like yeah fuck everyone i'm you know like i have that 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 infiltrates me and i know that's a piece of fiction yeah so if i watch too much news oh i i like so like i think we also need to like think about just shutting these fucking things off every once in a while i want to read i want to start from scratch with my news feed like i might i might start a brand new begin to do that i want to start a brand new like i'd have to burn everything right yeah burn every computer burn every phone new like new computer, n- totally new email address. I don't know why I get anything Go. Machine Gun Kelly. Anything. He's everywhere. <laughs> I don't know shit about this guy. He's way, fucking, he's f- feuding with one of the guys from Slipknot now, and that's Corey Taylor, Corey yeah. motherfucking Taylor. Which is and that's news. <laughs> that's news to me. By and the way, the, I just the, saw that yesterday. I saw it. Speed. I was reading it in my car when I was sitting outside because I got here a few minutes early, and it was just like. Yeah, Corey Taylor has receipts from his email conversation with Travis Barker <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly. And I get a news alert that just like more people are dying of COVID than the Spanish flu epidemic. And I just knock that right out and get right back to these fucking did you two. See the, did you see the picture they used for that? The more people are dying. Pull up. Hey, pull up my Instagram. Did you see this? No. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> it's fucking exhausting my instagram my instagram so everyone tweeted me and they're like and they just all of a sudden all i'm getting is more people are dying from the from the covid than the spanish flu yeah and that, i'm getting like a hundred of these and i'm like what the fuck like what oh. is- <laughs> i did see this and my picture's in the back what is, shirtless is i don't know it looks who, like manhattan or something who right? took this picture i love the person that took the picture that was like hold on let's get this glove wearing masked up that's so yeah and that the yeah jesus do you when something like this happens to you like this do people like associate you with like um just because 
you don't have a mask on. There's just this crazy. Headline. I have no idea. They're, like if people were like, you know, he's not. He thinks it's not real too. Oh, like, I, yeah. I, probably. I mean, you think people just run with it, or I get people so have many. More good I sense. get so many. Uh, That's so, so much funny. shit from Two Bears One Cave of guys making jokes. Like so much of so much of Two Bears One Cave is interactive. That there are so many jokes posted about me that I could I couldn't even tell you. I could like like oh you can't keep up with I it. Couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. Okay. It's so many. Is there a relief in that? Not keeping up with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like just to be you, like you, you can just pick like, what you want to actually give a fuck about in these arguments. Yeah, and you and yeah, and you just and you get a and you or get a kick out of it. Yeah, you get a kick out of it. Like yeah. there's a, there's a few guys that are really fucking good. They're called the I think they're called the Comedy Collective. I think that's what they're called. But like it's it's really bizarre because you get that their Christian name or did they give it to themselves? That's their Christian name. Yeah. The Comedy um, but, Collective. But like they, I know them because they post you know jokes and some jokes. Oh, okay. They, oh, it's like a content. Cool it's website. content community yeah and they post jokes they're real big fans of uh of of your mom's house and two bears okay and so they just post content all the time and i gotta be honest with you i i very often do they miss or do they yeah very no very in often do they miss like okay. a lot of the times they're they're really got really good senses of humor and uh and like last night i was fucking texting with one of them just he was drinking he was like this is my first time away from the house in a while and i was like oh cool we're just bullshitting back yeah. and forth and it's like i don't even know him really i know his name but i and i don't know what but he you don't like, like have like a real i'm not a real relationship but i know i've seen so much of his stuff that i feel like i know him like do you remember Ch chase lapard who do you remember chase when we were in san francisco doing dates he was on tour with us for a few dates chase lapard what did we do in san francisco uh during hot summer nights was i in san francisco Maybe, maybe i wasn't there maybe you weren't but he toured I, with us I don't for a little bit because I, I mean I, I, maybe may, that sounds kind of familiar but i don't fucking yeah yeah but anyway so yeah but but um but it's 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 funny that what comes up in your newsfeed because like it's for me it's like it's first of all it's anything kelly cuoco kelly cuoco is big time in my newsfeed yeah i think i was in her she was in my tv show um oh yeah. that makes sense yeah anything um and then like anything machine gun kelly what's the machine gun kelly because i, I listen to i like it, here's how i know it's working because i saw i follow a lot of music festivals and he played riot fest and that's where he said that shit about Corey taylor oh for real yeah and i was like i don't even know this guy like i know of him I and then i yeah i was like be i'll listen to his album and see if i like it like i should know yeah and i was like oh this is mid-90s pop pop like it's a hundred percent changed genres a couple times yeah like he was a rapper at first right yeah he's a rapper. i gotta tell you i gotta say to be dead honest with you he put on one of the best shows i've ever seen is in he my a good performer fucking life uh, without yeah. a doubt one of the best shows i've ever seen in my entire life i mean top to bottom where you're like this guy gives it at all his all and he just barely doesn't get hurt like he's on top of speakers he's stage diving he's climbing things he's got great like he's really in it he's got like charisma and he's like there the he's whole time got, he's yeah. got charisma and and he's a very sweet guy from all i could tell i don't yeah. i don't really know him but i met i, I met him roughly. yeah but like like an in passing well, yeah kind my, of thing. my 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 trailer said machine has said machine gun kelly and so like i, I we guys at a festival or something we did a festival together yeah and um but 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 my thing with him, I know it would be cool if you could go back and find out the thing you Googled that put that into your feed, right? I bet it's, yeah. I bet it's, like, I bet because I, like, I follow, I bet, like, I was on Riot Fest page. I saw, yeah. the, I saw 
something from like Consequence of Sound or one of these kind of like music websites. And then I I went to my Spotify and listened to Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And now it's just like everything I see. And, I, and I'm reading it as I'm fucking, I'm so, we're so susceptible to this shit. Oh. Doing, I thought it used to not work on me. This is how I know it actually works. Because I was in, I was, believe it or not, I was in a fast food restaurant. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like Wait, ordering a food restaurant, Jack in a Box. Wait, do you can you do you enjoy Jack in the Box? I enjoy it all, man. It's not, it's not about enjoying it at this point; it's about just having it. <laughs> but this kid behind the counter, like you know, I was like, I'll have this. He goes, "What do you want to drink with that?" And he was wearing a Dr Pepper hat. And he goes, "What do you want to drink?" And I was like, "Dr Pepper." I just yeah. looked at his hat and cut him up and didn't even finish it. Like it's, the, but I, in that moment, I was very much like, "Oh, this all just works." Like we're all susceptible to it. Well, like, I was I was saying to someone, I, I I I might have been saying this to Dr. Drew. I wonder how much, how programmed we are by by our phones. Meaning, like how much I actually form my opinions, form like because it's how much you are predisposed. Like, yeah, to, and, yeah. And, and also why they're not using more porn to do it because porn's when you're most susceptible. Porn is when you're your lizard person, and your what if that's like the your... barrier kind of gate? You're like, like we got to sell more soda. Let's get two girls with huge knockers out here. Yeah, no, but like, what and if what if just... they just sold subtly sold sold you in in the middle of porn, like in the middle of porn, certain phrases or certain trigger phrases that you knew in a Pavlovian way would force you to react different ways. Like one of the things I believe, I really believe oh, that like racism is inherent in porn. I believe that racism is is a through line throughout pornography is that that yeah well I mean, it seems pretty segregated and if it's not it's like it's advertised as such as being like and yeah and and i, I black all, guy white girl or whatever you know but they yeah m- much more colorful language than that. yeah and yeah. it's like and and so all these stereotypes are portrayed throughout porn right okay and then you're like all right like you know it's it's um so i wonder how much that that programs our youth right like if porn was just a little less i was saying to someone that available uh, no 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 just a little more regulated in that and that people just would flag it and go hey man this porn is is seven black guys dominating a, a white girl saying horrible shit to her don't put that out there that's gonna cause bad oh yeah i think like the intensity like you know like Wanting to see boobs is normal, right? Yeah, like, but then, like, there's this distortion of like how intense it gets for, like, like, and how available it is for, like, you know, like, you remember the first time you saw like a Playboy, you're like, that's pretty cool, and then the first time you saw a porn, that's pretty cool, and then you, the first time you saw like something that freaked you out a little bit, where you're just like a pregnant porn, yeah, or that was what the first it, one, was what it was, was. It, yeah, first thing that was outside the realms me was a pregnant chick getting chick getting fucked, and I was like what the fuck who's this for and yeah, yeah i remember i can tell you but where maybe I was. it is for somebody in a good I was, way well now me but um <laughs> <laughs> well once you fucked a pregnant, pregnant, chick. pregnant women yeah maybe. maybe they like it i don't um, know but it, but it's the, this is what i was th- okay so like right now all that comes up in my news feed all i see for whatever reason in in on on pornhub for me it's like a constant is a uh, stepmother stepson or so, uh, stepbrother, that, stepsister. Do you think the volume of that is just... Because here's kind of what I think. What? I think they just are like... 
it's hardly ever any dialogue explaining like I'm your stepmother. It's always just some guy jerking off to an older oh. woman in a shower. You know, no, no, and no, then no, they, no. And then not the ones up. I've seen. The ones <laughs> but I've sometimes seen. I is... think they just make the label up after. They're just. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah like, and like, then that label sells for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think like what's actually in the package is. It's like opening a Hershey's bar and just getting a Hershey's wrapper, just getting any chocolate bar. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you're getting what you want still. Like it's because so, it, I think sometimes like you're just like. Oh, I watch real estate porn sometimes. I don't know why, but I do. And whatever. And they give facts about the house as they fuck. No, no like, they don't. They don't ever. They're like, sometimes they're just like, this is the bedroom. And that's about as much. <laughs> Like, like that's about as much real estate knowledge goes. It's like they're not like, yeah, we could pull the, we could put a new backsplash over. And they're like, I'll yeah. backsplash your back or whatever. <laughs> There's, it's Wait, so little. Is yeah, house? yeah, like just like I'm a real it, or it's like hi, I'm Toby, and then they just get in there and fucking turn each other inside out for an hour and a half or whatever. I would love to have legit real estate porn, legit real estate porn where it's where it is on Zillow, and you're looking at houses. And then you're watching people fuck in different rooms. So you get like a perspective of you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this pool is huge. <laughs> this goes back to your thing of like advertising with pornography. I, I really think there is a, a venue, an avenue for that. I I uh, I saw a porn one time. I went into a house. We shot. We were, we were working for Spike TV, and we shot a show called Fresh Baked Video Games, and we shot it in this house, and we got shut down. Right, we got shut down. Hold on. So. Fresh Baked Video Games was the name of the show. It was first bike, and you were on on location shooting at a house. Yeah, it was like a, a variety show, a single, a, a hosted variety show where I was in all the things. Okay, and so like uh, this one was have porn stars review um, uh, gaming chairs, and so okay. g- porn stars would sit in a gaming chair and it would vibrate, and they'd be like. Oh, it was it was just it was just a silly bit. Whatever. Silly. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was like a man show light type. Yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. And so we did. Uh, remind me to tell you about one we did. Oh wow! And so I wonder if you could find these online. Type in Burt Kreischer Fresh Baked Video Games. And so I'm certain you, I've posted one of these online. And uh, yeah, we got shut down. We got shut down in shooting it, and I was like, "What the fuck." And I was like, we did have porn stars there, but like, we're not shooting a porn. It, it looks suspect. Yeah. They came in. They the the commission came in, saw the girls in bathing suits. Is like, you're done. You're shooting a porn, and we're like, no. First, first of all, we're not shooting a porn. We're shooting a show for for uh, Spike TV, and they're like, they're like, it's a porn. You're out. And I, I was like, what a fucking. And also, you can sit here. Counterfire. Type in. See if you can find fresh baked. Burt Kreischer Counterfire. Um, and you're going to try to look on YouTube. I think that's going to be your best bet. So yeah. we get shut down. I remember I remember this house distinctly, and they're like... Because they were saying you weren't using it for what you said you were going to use yeah, it for. Yeah, they're like, yeah. and no one uses this house for anything but porn. The house <laughs> had... Bl- <laughs> hit stop. <laughs> Why would you just use that? And so look at how oh fucking... Oh, my yeah. God. Hang on. Don't play this. Let me finish that's the conversation. Let me... No, 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 no. So wait. Hold on, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think so, so. so young Burt Kreischer reared his head. These were the segments, but but we uh we got shut down. I remember the house distinctly had glass stairs. And I was like, it does kind of look like a porn house. Like, yeah. and they're like, no, we're just shooting a TV show. 
cut to I'm jerking off one day and I see someone getting fucked on glass stairs and I go, well, that's the house we shot in. I know exactly where that is. <laughs> and then I had to stop and I was like, I think that's the chick that was in our segment. And I was like, oh, I bet we had producers, porn producers just. Oh, we have a location. We have a location yeah, yeah. and we got the <laughs> chick. And they're, and, was, and they're just like, it's like any other. It's yeah. like that bridge that's in every movie in L.A. Yeah. 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 Then they're like, you know, we call this the uh, we call this suicide the, bridge. We call something? this the Fairmount Bridge yeah. pornography. <laughs> so wait. Like, or whatever. <laughs> it's like, that's ah, the Hollywood <laughs> sign of dick sucking. Like, <laughs> it was it was fucking hilarious. Now, this is another segment we did called. Did it take Fire. you out of it? No. Okay, good. I'm a gamer. Yeah, I know. Only a couple times have I been taken out of it where I was like, one time in, in Brazil where I was really hungover trying to jerk off just to like get my buzz, get my head straight. To go back to sleep? Nope. I had to go to work. And I was just like, I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm feeling hungover. I feel like if I jerk off, I'll get some serotonin in my head. Race some endorphins. Yeah, whatever. yeah and yeah. I'll be like, I'm ready to go. And I couldn't do it. And I remember sitting looking at my water pick and going like, what the fuck are we doing? And I was like, my blood pressure has got to be through the roof right now. By the way, I'm shocked my blood pressure was so good in there. It was so bad this morning. It fucking, like, but I mean, like, anything can affect your blood pressure, right? Like, isn't it, like, it's very susceptible to, like. Stress. I'm going through a lot of stress right now with just, I think, well, I'm just overbooked. I'm I'm, I'm overbooked, and I have, like, a couple weeks home, and then you're trying to I mean, I'm back out with you in, like, two weeks. I know, I can't wait. So, wait, Counterfire. So, this was, Counterfire was this. The segment we did. Don't know. No one go looking for these because they're. They're. I mean, they're, it's a very young. I'm sure I said cancelable oh, stuff in this die. because That's this is right. back when comedy Every was like the outrage. As Evil Dead regeneration. Today, my two guests, real people who live the game. To my right, Tom Cottrell, a real life mortician, and last but not least, a woman who has actually died and come back to be on our show, if you'll- <laughs> Specifically. Um, specifically. Barbara Harris Whitfield. I see dead people. I do people do that to you all the time when you go to a party? Hey, no, Barbara, I see don't. dead people. And then you're like, come on guys, it's getting old. Let's take a look at the game real quick. Evil Dead Regeneration. You wanna know what I think of this game? Yes, 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 but in one second. So this was a way yes, to cover no, the game. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just me. And two being, people who enjoy the being, game. No, no, they've never played the game. He's oh. just a mortician. She's she died and came back to life. And it's me just being horrifically inappropriate to both of them. And just being like, so how weird do you get with the corpses? And the guy, the mortician's like, you know, you can get weird with them. And you're like, really? <laughs> and and by the way, here's what's crazy is people weren't savvy to the internet or to television yet. Yeah, nobody had figured it out yet. Yeah. So people were like, I don't even really know what this is. And so they were just being funny as some people got upset. And I remember the best one we had out of this. The best one. I would ask, I had like a couple of few go-to questions. And one of them was, and just to, to like, you'd have questions that would like throw them off to get them thinking about something else. So you could hit them so, with another so question. So you could go to another question. Rope-a-dope, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one of the questions was um, to the two people, the sweetest guy in the world. And he goes, I go, uh jennifer how old were you when you lost your virginity and she was like wait i don't why am i supposed to answer that and i go zach how old were you and he goes 15 and i go whoa 15 that's pretty young now go back to you barbara and then he just goes stop 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 i lied and i went huh and he goes i, I lied i don't know why i lied i'm nervous and it's it and i look and i go okay and he goes and he's like he's like tw- 27 years old and he goes i'm still a virgin i'm still a virgin 
okay, I'm still a virgin. And I was like, all right. And he goes, I don't know why I just lied to you. And I go, good on him. I I was, I was like, whoa. I was like, so many times I've missed said things and then just been like, I fucked that up. I just keep going. Are there things? This is, and this, this this kid was the sweetest kid. I mean, I hope he's not a virgin anymore, but like, are there things you, this is pretty embarrassing, you have refused to, uh, ask the question about but everybody like when people are talking to him like yeah yeah i mean of course that's like like what well, i'm trying to think of an example like you pretend to know the answer thing because the general consensus is that everybody knows the answer like like oh, oh i'm, I'm by, by the way i, don't I have like so many things totally, like that my, but yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I by the way i'm just i, I have it's like when i use a word wrong almost like salt yeah. of the earth i've used that wrong my entire fucking life these people were salt of the earth i mean you didn't want to be around them and everyone's like <laughs> Well, that actually that's like that's like one that actually makes uh like a little bit of sense because if you salt to the earth nothing would grow there it's like bad right yeah, yeah 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 that's what i thought yeah yeah but i thought also yeah i would i can see how you make that jump i yeah i used you know the expression like a washed pot never boils hold on i know see did, I, wait, did you say a washed yeah. pot never boils? That's what I, I still said it wrong yeah yeah a washed yeah, yeah, pot yeah. never boils there's so many things like this in my life that i will a like washed re- pot no, never boils yeah i said I, and i was like that never makes sense but i would use it yeah all the fucking time uh i used to think my friend sean said kosh into the wind like kosh is a word like you just want to throw kosh i just want to throw kosh into the wind instead of kosh i got a handful of kosh and <laughs> look at it go wait I, I i used to think ends meet were um we we just trying to make ends meet i thought that was a sandwich so that you know the very end of when the butcher shaves the meat yeah. and it's like kind of cheap like you, yeah that's like that's what they'd sell you yeah because it was cheap and if you were poor you're just trying to make ends meet yeah and you were like oh i, I want i'll take an ends meat sandwich like i didn't know that <laughs> they were talking about i'll have ends. what's on the menu but cheaper yeah. <laughs> dude i i'm not uh i'm not a very i'm 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 back in therapy by the way good for you yeah and and I, i'm realizing how unexamined i live my life like how kind of just when i'm having my funnest i'm not really paying attention to anything other than the moment um i I was thinking about this that like being in the moment is like when you can skip right and and i and i think a lot of those times I just when say, you can skip, like you mean like, we just you skip. You you're joy. just yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. joy. Yeah. Or like you hear music and you do a little dance and you feel yeah. good. Yeah. And I think I when I fuck up sayings like that, I think I'm living in the moment. Like I think when I'm at my dumbest, I'm in the moment. Like when I am my least examined. Yeah, that's interesting because you're still present. You're just kind of wrong present. about the thing that yeah. 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 That's a, yeah. I thought it was um eavesdrop because you'd ease on into a conversation yeah, I, I thought that for you know the only reason i know that is because watching tv and they had the captions on and it said oh. and i was like oh i dude i like and i think like for real i was just like blew my mind i still i miss I'm, I'm dyslexic and I'm, I'm, I'm dyslexic there's people that are a lot more dyslexic than i am i've i am dyslexic in a in a in an unexamined kind of way like i can read i can read out loud it takes me a little while if I if I'm not there I fuck up a lot, and uh, but I, I kind of learned how to speed read in ninth grade where I just grab words and yeah. 
I, we took a speed reading class in ninth grade summer school for people that had bad reading comprehension. And uh, by the way, it was me and and now all my best friends. Like all my, whoever was in that class, it was me, <laughs> because, Scott because Beer. in trouble and not, not looking at books. Dude, we, we were. <laughs> like, yeah, of course that group. Like That's kind of a failure of the public school system. <laughs> yeah. think about it. Like, hey, let's put all these guys that have this one problem together. And that's how we'll fix this. Like maybe they, maybe they need attention alone. <laughs> Oh, but like, I, yeah, of course. what do you mean? All, the, all these guys who can't do one thing, who don't really take an interest in it. We're going to put them together. We're going to put them together. And let's and hope let's, they find marijuana and alcohol yeah, quickly. Yeah. Or just like, and then we're going to give them the thing they don't oh. do well. Speed reading. We yeah. give a speed reading. And I, and I, to, my, my recollection of speed reading was grab two words out of that line. And then you got the sentence. Yeah. So like throw throw uh I'll speed read real quick. <laughs> I think there's a I think there's a thing about this like there's a thing about like how we the way we look at words we just take the first and last letter most of the time Yeah. and then just because of the way sentences are constructed or we've been conditioned to construct. Yeah, let's speed if, read some Twitter. This is a great idea. Yeah. Oh, let's start with NASA. That uh NASA innovating space exploration. Okay, keep going. You know what's uh, funny is that we're about to speed read something that a lot of people went to school for. <laughs> kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Bezos is doing it too. Go to wait. Go to do me real. Do me a favor real quick. Go to um, Explore on Twitter. This is the only thing I use Twitter for. Is like a little bit of a news feed, but it's based. Oh, what's Mark Marin? Who to follow? Oh, this must be you. Okay, zoom in so I can see that. I can't see that. My eyes are going. Home Economics, Jimmy Tatro's in that movie. Canelo, Anthony, Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. Uh, keep going. Elvira, I remember her. Um, she died. Wait, she has what? COVID. Oh, what did it say? What the? Fuck? You're doing a great job of speed reading all this. Wait, I am. I'm a, the Advocate. Okay, the Advocate's uh like a. Joe Walsh is dead. Joe Walsh. What's what I'm with Joe Walsh. From the beginning, it's been a tragedy. The speed reading thing—it's yeah. not going. <laughs> this is like, what Joe this Walsh is, is dead. <laughs> Joe Walsh is dead. Who's Mark Maron? This must be your Twitter. We're going to Mars. Like, oh wait, Jesus. Joe Walsh. Wait, what? From the beginning. Wait, I'm. I just started following the Gabby Petito thing. Oh yeah, me too. Um, you remember the Patrice bit about? Uh, yeah, it's the best uh, bit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I forgot. I forgot to tell it to me. I forgot to tell it to me. I forgot. He goes, you know how good looking a white woman was by how long they'll look for. She goes missing. And then he, I think he looked at some woman in the front row and was like, you wouldn't make it to lunch. <laughs> the like the best part of that bit. Natalie, it was Natalie Holloway, I think he used as the example, goes, the, goes, if I remember it right. Yeah, he yeah. goes, what was the name of that girl in Bermuda? That she went, what was her name? They go, Natalie Holloway. He goes, right, right, right. And he goes, then there's that other girl he killed, that Vandersloot killed. The one in Brazil, what was her name? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, I wonder he, if they're going to find that kid. Because he's like missing. Or not like he's I get he's not missing he's run away. That's one of my biggest fucking fears is the type of guy my daughters end up dating because I dated. See, here's the thing. Yeah, I dated but like bad. I your dated... kids have sense. Like Leanne's smart. It's like she's done a good job. Like I mean, kids are all dumb and crazy, you know. But like, they're fine. Your kids will be fine. See, yeah. I, I think I think like, um, here's the problem. Think about the people you dated who you when we dated chicks. So like. We dated some off the wall chicks, right? Yeah. But when you date off the wall guys, it's much. It's much, a little scary. Much more volatile and scary. Yeah, especially like, I mean, kind of knew 
that you weren't that guy. You know, like in a in a way, like you know, like I remember dating a girl that was like kind of a bad girl, right? Yeah, yeah. but like, and then like we like whatever we dated a little bit in high school, and then like she hung out with like everyone, but like there was a couple of dudes she'd see around, and you're like, I'm like, and in my mind, it'd be like. She should be dating Ricky, not me. Like they're the same kind of like, yeah, they're on the same level of like, let's do this. Let's be extra. You know, like they, they were on the same wavelength of like both like, fuck that. We're going out even more, you know? And I'd be like, yeah, I, it, it, like that, that kind of stuff. You kind of know it's about finding the right fit and groove. I think. I, it's funny. It's funny. I, I, but I knew but, dudes like that. And I would just be like, I wouldn't want them dating my sister, but your fit, your fit is, it, I don't you, have a sister. Is it, do you think inherently like, like, uh, inherently, it takes a while before you figure out your fit. Oh, I'm still figuing it out. My fit. Like, like what do you think? Well, like, okay, like, let's go through different fits. So when okay, you're in yeah, high like, school, like what, breaking what, it into certain parts of your yeah, life. Yeah. In high school, what was your fit? Like, what was the, what was the kind of people you wanted to hang out with? And what was the kind of girl you wanted to date in high school? Um, I wanted to date kind of every girl, you know, like, like in that way of like, I didn't, there are women now that I like, I was like, I would have loved to date her in high school. You know, like, like oh, when I was in high yeah, school and yeah, I'm like, yeah. and I look back and I'm like, and I was like, and I look at them and I'm like, they were this person the whole time and they're fucking disgusted. Like I only, cause they were like a pretty blonde girl or what, you know, like, yeah. so that, that was part of it. And then there was like this other part of it where it was just like, Oh, this girl is like more my speed because she's like, likes this or like, is like, you know, does these kind of things that i'm into do you ever look at a girl and, but now? then like i maybe i wasn't attracted to him really but i was like this is just a fit like that's how this makes sense you, do you ever like, look at a girl now and go oh i would love to date you in high school and then you see a picture of her in high school and you're like i would not have given you the time of day yes like what happened yeah people grow into themselves so. oh like yeah. yeah i mean like do you think you are a better catch now than you were in high school like as a person like on the trajectory oh, of like without a doubt yeah i think everybody who knew me in high school thinks that like and i mean i, I don't I, and I also think they didn't think i was gonna be shit so like now that i've done anything yeah is that, i don't even i'm not saying they look at me now and like shane's a world beater i'm just saying like <laughs> hey he pays his rent we were just kind of he pays his rent and, yeah that's more yeah. than i can expect yeah, yeah, like they, i mean i seriously think some people were like this guy's gonna be a fucking loser oh yeah. i think that people thought i was gonna be an absolute loser yeah i think people thought i was gonna be an absolute loser and i thought i was too i, I kind of was like I, I don't know. I kind of like, thought I'd pull not it your out. friend friends, but like the the like even my the friend outside. friends, even my friend friends. I think I from think, a place of worry. Well, yeah. Well, like I was written up as the number one party animal in the country, and then all of a sudden, I, I don't think anyone said, "Well, this a career will be made out of this." Yeah, but I think like, that was a little bit of a fucking Houdini move. But they didn't think you to, were dumb, right? Like, I don't even know about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because like I mean, like. Party, I, you're a party and like some people are just like well he's not stupid he just parties like well i also like the bird will open a chain of bars and he'll be fine or anything like that you know what i mean like i don't even think i mean i don't know what my friends thought about me enough like meaning i think that they i think people were like well i guess he'll get a job in sales or he'll get a job doing something that allows selling. him to kind of live like this and yeah and, yeah. and he'll probably i think i definitely out out kicked my coverage with what people expected of me. But at the same time, I, I kind of thought in my head, I'm going to. No one this. lives I'm up gonna... to their coverage, though, from high school either, for the most part. Let's like be very clear about that. Like very few people like, like, you know, yeah. like, like I know like valedictorians and stuff. And I'm like, they're fine. You know, like yeah. a lot of, but like, 
They're yeah, I think that. a lot yeah. of people. I think the average person lives up, just kicks right around their coverage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I, I definitely was. You ever meet somebody who goes to like a prestigious college like Harvard, and then you're like, "What are you doing at this enterprise rental car?" Like, I'm, you know, like because like they're on a path. You know, like I'm trying to think. If I met I a disbarred lawyer once, uh, and I was like, "Man, how'd you get disbarred?" You know, like. And he's like, I just kept fucking up. Like, just like, you know, like he got yeah. like DUIs and so, like, but you what? He was just like a booze hound, is what yeah. it was. Um, and uh, I was like, I was like, oh, you were on a path. Like, you spent seven years in school. Like, you were direct. You know, like you had like a oh, focus. Yeah. If I think I find most people who don't end up doing something, it's not because they're idiots or they're, but like they just lack of direction you know like they only went to college because they were told they went to, to go to college they only got married because they were told they had to get married like they like or we we do these things like so like i think that's my, so when someone is like a lawyer you're like yeah. oh this person's got something kind of figured out like in my yeah. mind yeah but i think also and then you wonder how they fall apart like that we we were that I, I mean i'll say i was that generation where there wasn't a lot of creativity uh in occupations like there was like it was not encouraged. Yeah. It was not. Like when I was in college, it was like you are either a you're gonna uh sell medical supplies, it was like a really good job if you sold medical supplies. Um, but you're gonna like sell something. You mean like in your where you went to school or in your like in just, your community or and you just sold medical supplies? I mean, like I, that was like the big stints were like a big if you sold stints or catheters. My dad was a salesman, he sold like I think he was pretty bad at it, but like he got, because <laughs> he was always selling different stuff, you know. So yeah, yeah, like he was sold industrial cleaners to like warehouses and stuff, and then like one time he was just selling like uh, roofing supplies. <laughs> so so he's always See, found, it's weird because salesman as a job is kind of a weird. Time I would have excelled at that. I would have. I think you probably like probably been pretty good industrial at cleaner. Something where it's like it's it's hard to really judge against the competition. You're really buying from a guy you like, you know. Yeah, I would have been good at that because I would have just been like. I would have been fun as fuck. Pull up and I would I would have a big SUV or a big pickup truck. Yeah, like, and pull up and Bert's like, here. Dan, yeah. good to What's see up, you, Dan. Oh man, I, uh, hey, how's wife and kids? Yeah. Oh wait, we got to take you guys out on the boat next week. Yeah, and I would have been just entertaining as fuck. That suits to your natural uh, skill set, which is like me as a salesman would just be like, I can't see you as a salesman. No, it's at so all. bad. Like I'm just like so bad. Just be like, <laughs> come on, like look. I'm on my last leg here. Just buy this goddamn box of envelopes, or, or my I, wife's gonna divorce. I would say oh. things like that. Like that's not, yeah. I'm on my high, last fucking leg high here. High pressure sales tactics. I was like, pretty sure she's gonna leave me if I don't have a sale this week. <laughs> just like dead. I was like, my kids, my kids' leg has got a weird infection. <laughs> I knew that was what you were gonna say. My like, kids got just, my kids got rickets. Yeah, yeah. I thought we cured it too. <laughs> Put you down for a too. box. Put you down for a box of paper clips. <laughs> like, I don't know. But like, no, 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 no. It's fine. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Lots of people can, oh. can afford. So, I, I I can see you definitely welling up when the guy oh. passed on you, and he's like, you're just, and he's just looks at you. He goes, you're not gonna, you're not gonna cry, Shane, are you? You're like, mm -mm, mm -mm. I want to give you the satisfaction. <laughs> no, I don't want to give you the satisfaction. Not in here. I won't. <laughs> I would end a lot of meetings that don't end in sales with "I thought we were friends." <laughs> Like at the same and then I go off to another fucking office park and do it again. Oh. Uh, oh. I can't imagine doing it. It's, it's, it seems like the idea of approaching people with like 
please buy something from me is so weird. But I guess I'd have to, I do it anyways. Well, no, but it, it's, it's, what's interesting is there is, it is a muscle. So like my friends used to do this thing called North, Northeast, uh, South, Southeastern, Southwest. It was, it was Southwest. It was, it was a direction. <laughs> Northeast. It was a, it was Pacific a Pacific Northwest. Type in, like type in book, book, door-to-door book sales, and then type in Northeast, Northwest, Southeast, South. My friends did uh, this with knives. They would sell knives. North. What is this? Southwestern. Southwestern Advantage. What's that? Company recruits college and university students as in the pandemic. Southwestern Company. So my buddies all did this door-to-door salesman. What's that? That's it. Yeah, so they There's, sold they basically uh I'm, i don't want to slander the company I'm, I'm in a new thing where i don't want to i've noticed i talk shit a lot where like i say things about things that maybe isn't the best way to say them so i'm going to try to stop doing that so it probably wasn't this company however it could have been, but there's this article out here that's not too flattering yeah uh, yeah it says how do you feel about a company that relies on prying information about your children from your neighbors without your consent Sounds pretty predatory. I, just, by the way, this, this, I mean, this, this sounds exactly what is like this the website? company. Is it just WordPress? It's a WordPress site? I'm going to find the name of the company. Yeah. My buddies, though, would sell knives door to door. Like a few guys in my neighborhood that I grew up with tried to do it, and they all tried to sell knives to Cut my mom. Co. Yeah, that was it. I did that. You did that? Yeah. That seemed like fucking like the worst racket to be in. It was bad. Yeah. Cutco, they sold knives? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I would love to. I, you know how quickly I'd buy those knives? You, 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 all, as for as good as a salesman you would be, you would also be as, twice as bad a buyer. I am a hardcore mark. I am a oh, hardcore mark. Was like, you know, we're on the road and we're like, when we were on the drive-in tour, and we were like, we need to get some stuff to do, so we went into like the uh, big five sporting goods. I and got, you were like, I got a weight vest. I you got, got a- boxing mitts. You got <laughs> we like everything we used once. It was like the worst amount of consumption for like, you oh. know, and then, then then like Ron would be mad because there'd be nowhere for him to put anything in the fucking. Oh store. yeah, I have it all in there now. I have yeah. everything in there. It's. Yeah. But so bringing in the pickleball net this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, doing pickleball. Yeah. We're, I, I, I told, I told, uh, I mean, I, I haven't, we haven't that was my favorite this. thing on the whole tour was like just drinking, like feeling like not like still having beers and having a good time after, but not feeling like slovenly and just getting a sweat on after our shows and stuff. That oh, was like, I think we burned calories. Yeah. Oh, we got pretty into the funniest was when you and man's would go at each other. And man's get all drunk and he'd just be like, no, nah, we got to put it away because the boss man says so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bert's right because he said. <laughs> Wait, are you on the floor today? Uh, I don't think so. I got I got a chunk of stuff from Heidi. But I, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll um, talk, we can talk about that. Yeah, later. we'll talk about it. But pickleball, pickleball was my favorite thing. My favorite thing ever. It was uh, so fun. And everybody got really competitive. Everyone did. Wanted and- to be actually good at it. It was like when my friends and I started playing uh like hockey when we were kids and stuff like everybody in the group wanted to be like yeah uh, like good and like every day that's what we did we just knew yeah oh it was the best when we yeah. just go to a park just say run just t- just take us out to this target parking lot yeah or we'll, t- play, we'll play pickleball until four in the morning remember the night we played under the parking structure and it was just bouncing off everything we made yeah. up our own rules well you know there's a pickleball uh there's this type of pickleball in japan where they play in a cage and you can hit it out of the cage 
Have you seen that? No. Type in different types of pickleball. But hold on. Sweet. I want to finish. I got to finish. Search engine like on this. This is what's wrong. This is why my news feeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. This is pickleball and it's just Machine Gun Kelly arguing. Indoor. Type in and type in indoor. It's like an old people game, right? And like a lot of seniors play it. Uh, no, not anymore. By the way, there's this in a cage. They're doing it in a cage, and it's so fucking amazing. And they've got to get out of the cage to hit. It's so fucking good. Well, so, um, hold no, on, so everyone's like, playing pickleball. Pickleball's blowing the fuck up. Okay, and I feel like we were at ground zero. Bad. I don't enough. think we were at ground zero. We were. I, we were. We, we were, went to a hotel that had a pickleball court in it. Remember? You're right. You're yeah, right. We yeah, were you're not. You're right. You're right. You're right. We weren't at ground zero. <laughs> yeah. but, but we, we were, were on the third floor. We were second. We were second wave. We were but, first responders to pickleball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were four idiots that could watch things. Something four idiots up. that love. By the way, but couldn't go to restaurants or movies. Couldn't <laughs> go to restaurants or movies, but we could play pickleball. Forced ourselves. It took a pandemic to force us into moderate exercise. And I got to tell you, man, I'm still upset about the chalk game in this world and how hard it was to put chalk down. Like I, chalking a pickleball court was one of the most stressful fucking things. Yeah, it should have like. Um, it was like yeah, because we'd be fucking sweaty and tired just yeah. chalking it. There seems to be like there should be a remedy for that somewhere. I don't know. Well, we well, you know, like like on ball. football fields, they you have the guys that'll chalk the fields and stuff. I would love to. I wanted like to get a handheld sp- chalker. I wanted to get the spray paint gun and yeah. just spray paint it, but that's pretty rude to do yeah. to someone's. But if you could do it with like a, a wash away chalk, like a, but but yeah, but you'd need a wash away spray paint. Yeah. Ooh, Halston, like Google spray wash chalk. Away. Wash what? Google wash away spray paint. I would love that because oh, they have. Here we go. Wash away spray paint. There we go. We got it. Fuck yeah. All right. We've got our new is pickleball it, is court. It, is this what this is? Or is it these? Oh, yeah. Spray chalk. That's exactly what we do. That's what we want. Spray yeah. chalk. Yeah. Halston, yeah. can you send me a, that Amazon link so I can buy some? Um, I want to get back. I want to get back to salesmanship. I want to finish yeah, yeah, this yeah. thing on salesmanship. Because you're enthusiastic. So you'll buy. Oh, yeah. I'll buy anything. Yeah. I mean, how many times did we go into a sporting goods well, store? Like, and I bought. Like- I bought I remember, do you remember when I bought myself special rackets and I was like, that's true. Like you came back, like you were fucking, you were like, you were like that Lucas in the, in uh what was it? The, the game, the wizard where he put, bust out the power glove. <laughs> like you were like, check this out. And we were all like, what? <laughs> like you've been practicing at home. So doing- my buddy Hutch went to, it's a good name for a buddy. It's a great name for a buddy. Yeah. Um, Him and this guy, Dave Mills, like all these guys went and sold books over the summer for this company it was like a college I, kid job or college like, kid job you yeah. went door to door i think you went in more underprivileged areas not and, and that's not to no, yeah no but yeah that's no that's not to assume i don't want anyone to assume race in that i think you went to more underprivileged more like uh yeah there a lot of, there's a lot of poor white trash in Florida. i don't think race was the deeming factor yeah, of where, yeah. where you went i think it was just anywhere economics that, not economics yeah, were, yeah. were bad you would live with a family so you'd be there for three months. You'd be there for the whole summer. You'd live with a family. They'd put you up in a house. And then they would teach you uh, almost like uh, almost like a skill set to sell, which was like, hey, at 3 o'clock, I need you to do a cartwheel and spin around three times and say goofy th- words. And so they'd do these things where they'd spin around and do and and it was and what it was was to remind you to be light be happy and it was like a bunch of things to have like a conditioning it was like a conditioning exercise to like 
frame your mindset i guess yeah, yeah. to frame your mindset and so like you you couldn't even talk to if i'm serious if you tried to say it to hutch Hutch that's like what people go, would say like if you were like did you if you were like did you brainwash shane torres and then i'd be like and then you would say something like no i taught him conditioning exercises yeah. to like frame his mindset it's like the legal like language he would be allowed to say but it made these guys into incredible salesmen and it and it, what it did is it you know it's like once you're in host mode as a host of a show you it's really hard to get out it's a muscle that all of a sudden shows up i remember i was in montreal with a with a bunch of like club owners and we were walking down the street and someone said, um, hey, where did, what do you think that guy's got? And I walked up to him. I go, hey, man, what are you eating today? And the guy goes, uh, a little bit of poutine with uh, what you call it. I go, awesome. Where did you get that at? And he goes, right back there. I go, nice, nice. You like it? And he was like, I love it. And I go, really? So you'd recommend it? And he's like, yeah. And I came back and I was like, you got to. And they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, and that's go, like the exact opposite. Yeah, of what I would do. Yeah, and, and they go. I would go eat an egg sandwich I didn't like after the first bite, <laughs> like as to just not talk to it. <laughs> oh, uh, like I, like I would go the other way completely. But I was so used to being at th at theme parks and, like, and interacting like with strangers yeah. and going up and going, "Hey, man, where are you from? Tell me about yourself." And then it was like a, it was a very natural muscle. For yeah, me. but it's also a developed thing. Like it's I mean, developed. Like, even it's the, developed. It's developed. But like what I, my point being, like even though you have a like a natural inclination for it. You also got better at it. Like doing, I got much better yeah, at it, and I got as opposed to having a little bit of raw ability for so, so to say to like actually well, just go up and talk to people. When I first started doing Birth Conquer, I was so I did not want to bother people. I didn't want to go up to people. Yeah. And then when I and then I I did a TV shows. I've had a few, I've had a few. Yeah. And then hey, when I did going, trip sorry. flip, I had to go find people yeah, on the that street was the and try to take them on trips of a lifetime. So I'd be like, "Hey, you guys, you guys adventurous?" And you, it's just almost like it's like barking. When I worked the door, but you the have to be gregarious to do that. Like, yeah, but when I worked the door at Boston Comedy Club, I was very, uh, it, at first, very shy because I was like, I don't want to just go up to people who are walking down the street and bother them. And then you just got to this place where you're like, just shut it off. And you're like, "Hey, man, you want to do a, you want to go see a comedy show? Hey, you guys look like you're having a good time." And you. Get into the salesmanship. My point being, these guys that did, and I'm I'm assuming it was Southwestern, but these guys who did Southwest or whatever the book selling company, yeah. allegedly, I don't know what it is, but whatever they whatever did. Whatever company your friends worked for. Yeah. We were doing a we were doing a car wash one day for our fraternity. And this guy, Dave Mills, who had done the book selling and been a part of it, he showed up a little late and we weren't washing any cars. And in a matter of seconds, he got everyone that was inside the gas station, outside, and all fighting to get their car washed next. It was so amazing to watch him with sheer confidence just go up and go, hey. I mean, it was like, it was like, uh, hey, you have a great car. What did you he have say? A it was the, it was a, uh, I heard this thing one time. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. See if you can find Al Pacino, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross sales techniques so for oh it's glenn the alec Gary, is it the alec ball nope, nope no 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 so for glenn gary gun ross they brought in an actual salesman to um to to into into the cast to show them some sales techniques of what a real sales like what it actually looks like and yeah and the guy came in and he put his watch on al pacino and within al pacino said within uh you're never gonna find it uh he said within five minutes him and 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 lemon who's the guy who's, jack lemon jack lemon 
Within five minutes, him and Jack Lemon were fighting on who could buy this property this guy was trying to sell. And he goes, it was, it was like, I, I'm by the way, I'm I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. But like he did this thing where the guy took off his watch and he goes, Let me ask you a question. Put on my watch. And the guy goes, and Albertino puts on his watch and he goes, watch looks good on you. Oh, no, that's right. I think the guy was trying to sell him the watch. Yeah. And Gary, and all of a sudden Albertino's like, I'm gonna buy the fucking watch. Whatever it was, it was it's 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 uh, behind the scenes. It's uh it's DVD extras. Is DVD extras. It was on the DVD extras. And 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 Al Pacino was like, oh yeah. I within a matter of seconds, this guy had sold me. And there are certain people that know how to sell. Yeah. And Hutch, Hutch could sell, Hutch would sell you on anything. And it wasn't like it was just very natural. Very, very natural. Like you, like, and very much in that way of like, look, I'm not a mark. I'm not somebody's I'm, not gonna sell me at all. Someone's time not gonna sell me at all. Yeah. And then like let me ask you why you think that way. And, you, and then you're just fucking down this road. And you, you're on images. All of a sudden I would you have go to a, videos. All of a sudden you have a timeshare in Galveston or something shitty. Uh, is I wish I could find. I, I, I wouldn't know what to tell you to look for. But it was, a, it was amazing to. S- no, it's so. You don't know what Gun Gary Glenn Ross is, do you? Okay. It's a, it's a it's a very epic David movie. David Mamet, I think. David Mamet wrote yeah, it. Yeah. It and was it's like a play and they made it into a movie. Have you never, you've never seen Glengarry Glenn Ross? No. Dude, Dude. if you want to see like people be alpha males and also, Uh and and also fall apart at the exact same time, like this fucking movie is great for it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and what's amazing is see if you can read the descriptions, but when Al Pacino says when they brought the real salesman in, real salesman can really, my buddy Miles Mosley can fucking sell. Like he's just personable, he's likable, he's funny. He can drink for drink with you if you want, and if you and if you need to, he can turn it off. He can turn it off. Like he is just like these are all Florida State kids. Like they just knew how to knew how to be in a room, and 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 I find that so fascinating because in comedy you find. Do you think that's why? Well, like you're like you said, you think you'd be a good salesman, right? Yeah. Like. So when you like go pitch a project or an idea, I mean it's the same thing, right? Like, so, but yeah, I mean it's the same. Essentially, you're still trying to get people to invest in you, but it's. Uh, I think I've gotten a lot better at it. I think there was it's a, a practice thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was very needy when I was young. So like I would go into a room and you could comedy you, does that too. I think thirsty being thirsty like thirst is um is a very unattractive quality. Like when you're when you're thirsty, it's just different than hungry. Yeah. Hungry is a I want someone. I'll who's get it hungry. fucking done. Like, yeah. yeah, like oh. if you give me the shot, I'll get it fucking done. Thirsty is like, please God, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. Yeah. I need this money. Yeah. And yeah. and that and I was very thirsty as a young comic. And now I'd say I'm very hungry and like and it's funny, I I You think well, like, you know, in comedy when you start, you got that like, oh, thank you so much for having me just I like it's such an honor to be on your stage yeah. here at the Ha Ha Baloney Bin, and you're like, yeah. and like you should be grateful to get any real stage time in front of a real audience, but it's also like you got to know your worth at some point. Like it's, it's that's what I admire about Dave Chappelle. He has always been hungry, maybe not even at times hungry, but he's always known his worth. Yeah, he's never. I've never seen that guy be, look thirsty ever. No, like I don't. I don't know if he did when he first started. Like you know, yeah. like I think he was like, he was so figured talented. out that he was, he was so, so prolific. That it, yeah, yeah. 
Whereas like other people, you grow into it. Like, you know, like, like knowing your worth is like, I think like, you know, like, like, no, I'm good. Like I'm good. And you want to like work with me. Yeah. Like, I'm not just taking a meeting with you to fill an hour out of your day. Like, is like the difference between like the first general meeting you have. You're just like, oh, like I didn't yeah. like the first audition I had ever. I went in and like, like I shook everyone's hands and stuff. And you're fucking I, apparently that's bad form. But also it's, in I, my mind, it's also like that's how I was raised. When you meet anyone. You, yeah. yeah. Like and that's just not the etiquette. That's, and that's not L.A. I remember that yeah, one guy yeah. goes, whoa, 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 I don't shake hands. And I was like, OK. Yeah. And I looked at everyone. I was like, "Look at this guy." Yeah. And then I went to the next guy. He was, "I don't shake hands either." And I was like, "Okay, yes, yeah. I'm not shaking hands with anybody." <laughs> yeah, so weird. I, saw, I think it was Vince Vaughn. He goes, he said to someone like it was like he wasn't on an audition. He goes, "It's such an honor to meet you." And it was like a fucking like a reader, you know. Like, <laughs> it was like not that that's not an important job, but it was just like trying to be like, "Thank you so much for your time." Thank you so much. It's, it's such an honor to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a prince. Let me introduce you to Crowd Health. It isn't health insurance, it's a better way to pay medical expenses. Crowd Health is a community of people who are tired of paying for a broken system. A place where you can get simple, flexible, and affordable ways to pay for your health care. Bring in the Crowd Health community can save you hundreds of dollars and put thousands of dollars back into your pocket. It's flexible. Membership as a monthly subscription. Start or stop whenever it's convenient for you. Simple, transparent pricing, customized, fit your needs. And they lower your monthly insurance costs. And you can see any doctor you want. You can, Super easy. You just use their app. Find a doctor anywhere in the country ranking for on a five, one to five star rating. Scan the bills. Throw them away. Crowd Health takes it from there. Press a button and you receive virtual care anytime, anywhere. The membership is a community of health conscious members who want to stay and get healthy in return for lower prices. 100% of your monthly membership pays for actual health care costs, helping the whole crowd health community stay healthy while keeping money in your pocket. Crowd Health is able to offer amazing prices because of its community and health conscious members. But for a limited time, you, my listener, get your first month for free. And after you've been a member, Crowd Health will include a fitness wearable that's 30 days to try risk free. Plus, you get a fitness wearable. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com slash fit and enter the code BERT at sign up. That is joincrowdhealth.com slash fit and the promo code is BERT. Crowd Health is not health insurance. It's a community-powered alternative. Terms and conditions may apply. Look, you're a busy guy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart designs made with performance fabrics and built to work together from breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear, and beyond. Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play. I absolutely love Mack Weldon. Uh, I have it on the bus, and it's so nice to not have to put thought into what you're wearing and look good and feel comfortable. For the ultimate lazy Sundays, try their Ace Sweat Shorts that have modern tailoring and pair perfectly with their ultra-soft, ultra-upgraded Pima Tees, their tees are so fucking comfortable. For weekend travels, both near and far, their silver knit polo and radius shorts are perfect high-tech, highly packable combo. Buy some time with the Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash BERT and enter the code BERT at checkout. That's MacWeldon.com slash BERT 
and the promo code BERT for 20% off Mack Weldon. Radically efficient wardrobing. It's interesting. I wonder if that's the thing, like, when you see, like, you know how, like, uh, like I, I, I forget, someone was telling me about, like, uh, how they'll never, they're never, they'll never be able to talk to Bill Burr as a one-on-one because they see him too much as a, as like up here. And I go, it's fo- so funny. I don't. I mean, I, I know Bill how talented he is, yeah. and I know where he is on the pecking order of comedy. I think, I think literally, top five guys doing it. Yeah, I mean, like right there's now. like an argument to be made that he could even be number one. Like I, could, I would, I could make the argument that he's number one if very a, easily. If, if comedy is a basketball championship and you need a player, like yeah. Him being picked first overall is not a crazy pick at all. Like, uh, not at yeah, all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but it's funny because I, I um, I don't, I don't, I don't have that conversation issue with a guy like Bill or Joe, but I may have it with like Chris Rock, yeah, or is Jerry it Seinfeld. You're more like have a more of a peership with those guys, like, like because I'm, like, I'm definitely not. I don't even think I'm peers. Well, like, you, but you guys. are. You like in comedy, it's interesting. I mean, we're peers. I don't. I don't peers mean that, are like, not your like. Peers don't mean the same thing in comedy. Like, is it? Like yeah. everyone because peers does. Peers are like the phrase. Like, it's your equals, and like that's not the case in comedy. Because well, I, like, I, let me let me argue this is that, is that I I there's a big swath of comedy that theoretically may not be able to sell as many tickets as I do, but I consider them my peers. Yeah. So if if we're doing that, then I definitely consider Joe and Day Joe and. Joe and Joe and Bill and Dave, I guess theoretically my peers because yeah. we all we all. But Play I don't consider I really, I Dave Chappelle is my age, so that's different. But like Chris Rock is not my peer. He is a fucking Chris Rock. Like, yeah. um, like Jerry Seinfeld is not my peer. He's Jerry Seinfeld. Like yeah. Chris Rock, I have such a new like. There's um, such a yeah. He's got he's got COVID right now too. Right? Yeah, COVID, yeah. Fine, yeah. He's a but, uh, but I like I know. It, because you guys play the same venues and stuff, but there's different scales to that. Even like, I but look, Chris, being Chris a Rock, Chris Rock was such. I mean, and I don't know if I've always said this. I don't know what I've ever said about Chris Rock because I've just been fucking drunk half the time on podcasts. But like, he's been he's such. A, I was talking with with Tom about him the other day, and Tom hung out with him, and he was like, "It's my first time ever meeting him." Like so crazy it's chris rock and i and it, and that was the weight on me where i was like oh it's chris fucking rock like like chris rock is the guy that i was saying maybe i was saying to Hannah, howie mandel like how when howie mandel and ellen and, and paula poundstone and all those guys were big comedy names that's when you were like i could never do this i don't even know what that is chris rock did it and it wasn't that i said oh i now i can do it but you're like oh now that's something i want to do like the way the way he did it was so beautiful like inspired like, yeah inspired yeah. you to go yeah. i would love to do that like that I, mean, I, I looked at like looks, that's my music no one like, ever whatever, looked at yeah. sinbad and i was like i could do that yeah you know or like or like that's attainable you're like sinbad was just such a this celebrity was so different when i was a child compared to when i was in college and i saw chris rock and i was like oh no wait this is the guy like chris rock I'm really fucking fascinated with Chris Rock right now and Norm, by the way. Yeah. But like Chris Rock gets discovered by Eddie Murphy, right? Mm-hmm. Does a couple movies, does some some like I think he did Def Jam, then gets on SNL and then kind of like kind of falters at FNL. SNL doesn't really pop, right? Doesn't really pop. 
and and his comeback story of men coming back to do bring the pain that is the thing that i i think i connect with the most is like is the fact that you, you could have he, he did you know uh he did new jack city mm-hmm. where the term cancel culture comes up that's yeah. where that that's who created that um and then does snl and kind of just like doesn't pop from snl yeah he does fine like he's on I don't know how long he was on. Maybe one season, two. I, don't, I have no idea. But like, yeah. And then, and then he comes back and does bring the pain. I'm gonna say, if you give me top in my lifetime, top five, top ten specials, definitely in the top ten special. Top five, I'm gonna put it. I might put it best would, special I've ever I would, seen. I would put it in my ten. I would put it as I would put it in my 10 for sure. David tells Skank for the Skanks for the Memories is the best, without a doubt, the best stand-up album I've ever heard in my life. Without a doubt. Skanks it's ridiculously for, dense. Would you, it is yeah. dense. The last four minutes are through the roof. Yeah. It feels loose. It doesn't feel like it's scripted. It doesn't feel like bang, but like he's it doesn't it feel like bullet points when you yeah. listen to it. And then I mean, I think Norm's me speaking of me doing stand-up is like like you talk about a, like a master class of someone just sitting in the pocket and holding on to jokes for as long as they can. And people are just being like losing their shit. And he's not like, he's just in control of the flow. Like, it's not like, you know, like some comics are like, just like bang, bang, bang. And he yeah. he's just like taking his time. Like, and there's these little asides in it that are so funny when he does the, the bit about uh, Janice, the woman that goes missing. Do you know that bit where he talks about, it? he's like, you know, oh, he's like I don't give a fuck about, what anyone says about the woods, but if you see the woods on the news, you're like, that ain't good. Goes, <laughs> like, like Janice is missing, and he goes, and I, you know, if I was a serial killer, I'd, I'd, I'd study her habits. I'd be real cunning. I mean, like, every now, every Wednesday, she goes down to the YWCA and plays basketball, which is fine nowadays. <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, there's all these little like, he goes, and she'd walk out with a ridiculous tri-colored ball. <laughs> like, there's all these like. They have nothing to do yeah. with the overall bit, which is about how the news covers missing people, essentially. Yeah. And and but there's all these just like little ribbons in it that are just like perfect. Like it's like perfect brush strokes on this like wide. Like have you ever seen a painting you fall in love with, uh, and then you're looking at the whole thing and you're like, this is incredible. Yeah. And then you look at one part of it, like the like the way someone's hand is mm-hmm. in the painting. You're like, oh that that detail is insane that's like what that special is like from norm it is like he's he i listened to so i was trying to do a open tabs and we still may do it on just on norm because but i but my thing was there's so many great videos on norm that it goes you know one hour of norm being hilarious that i think you should just watch that whole one hour yeah because there's what am I gonna do? Pick out the my favorite parts? It's in pops. It's like it's crazy. It's well, the a- best of Norm, the best of him, is him calling into him calling into Dennis Miller. So like he would call into Dennis Miller weekly, right? Yeah. And when Dennis Miller had has still, I think still has a radio show, and he and Dennis Miller loved him so much. Well, they were writers together, right? Uh, it- I think no. I think Norm took uh, took the weekend update, weekend update yeah, from him after yeah, and so. He does this bit on Larry Craig. Do you remember who Larry Craig was? Hmm. He was the Idaho Idaho senator congressman who got type in Larry Craig. He got the Idaho congressman who got caught in the Minneapolis bathroom. 
trying to solicit sex. Okay. Ale- I think, I don't think allegedly. Larry yeah. Elder Craig is a retired American politician from the state of Idaho. Yeah. So he goes, so Norm is like, Norm, Norm was like, have you, have you been following this, Dennis? And Dennis is like, yeah, Normie, what's your take? And he goes, I don't know. It just seems really intimate, you know, like to meet people in an airport. I, I can't imagine it, Dennis. <laughs> what what do you do? Do you, you tap toes? And then he comes to your stall and you're like, well, wel- welcome to my space. I was just defecating in here, but so it may smell a little bit, but <laughs> let's make this quick. I got a 720 to Detroit and I want to stop by Sabaros. <laughs> And it, but it's just like so it got like, me yeah it's like the uh, the way he like just kind of like it's just like it's so late the headline is so salacious like senator is caught doing whatever sex act in the minneapolis ba- airport bathroom but for him yeah. to just be like no 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 th- what's crazy is like this he is, did all of this too do yeah. you want to hear something that's absolutely probably the most insane thing i've listened to um pull up Pull up Nerdist. Norm McDonald. Is Leanne in there? Is Leanne He's, doing a podcast in there, Halston? Who's talking in there? It's that oh, it's outside. Okay. Yeah. So uh, no, ner- this is gonna this is like his he has a really interesting interview because I listened to it. I was really sad about it. A bunch of comics and I went out and got drunk. Yeah, Nerdist podcast go to one fourteen. He uh can you play audio in here? My buddy Sam Evans is a comic was saying like the best thing about Norm was like when he was on late night, it actually felt like late night was supposed to feel again like because it was dangerous and exciting. Yeah, and, and, and very he would, and he wouldn't let you get to the joke. He yeah, a lot of times he'd give you a premise and go, uh, bring up bring up this yeah. and they go so tell us about norm about, about yeah. that and he's like i don't know what do you what do you think about yeah. it and then you could see the, the host being like you're the one that brought it up yeah like, and just and fucking toying with them and dancing like, and move it's have you seen the john stewart crocodile hunter thing no it is the like because it's like the day of steve Irwin dying Wait. And, should we watch that first you, it's maybe pretty short sat, watch maybe, it yeah please. yeah pull up uh, steve if Irwin would. crocodile but, it's him john stewart is like there's this part where he's he he can't help it it's this is really this is really great uh oh i love uh, discovering stuff like this this this, that's it right there on top hit pause hit pause can people hear this on the show okay yeah Yeah, and this is like right around did you because i think yeah yeah, yeah, you're gonna make him sad because I think, you know, it was, it was tragic yes. at the time. But I think, <laughs> I don't know, people calling me, man, they're shocked. Who? Oh, hey, you wouldn't believe it. Who got killed? The crocodile hunter. <laughs> don't, please don't make me laugh at this. this I mean, not, they were this like, not good he was do. 44 years old. I'm like, that's a ripe old age for a crocodile hunter. <laughs> And you know who had to be pissed about it were the crocodiles, because uh, he got killed by some fruity fish. And, uh, so you know, you know the crocodiles were like, "Hey man, that crocodile hunter got killed. Who did it, Frank?" Nah, nah, you don't even want to know, man. <laughs> 
this is no, not... Bill, man, you had a chance once. The guy go, man, I had a chance. I had that mother. He was. He was Tommy with a stick. I could have eat him and his kid. <laughs> You remember I ever tell you that story, Bill? Yeah, only a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for the kids. All right. He is. He is. And like, just, yeah, you're right. He's leaned back, and Stuart's like yeah. holding his pose. He's like, this is too good, but I like, I know I shouldn't be laughing at it. Oh, yeah. it's so, it's so yeah. good. It's that's so good. That's a ripe old age for a crocodile. This, I, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll give you the hint of this, but if you want to listen to it, it's on um it's on Nerdist. By the way, Chris Hardwick is such a great interviewer. Is he good? Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best interviews I've ever seen with Norman. I've seen them all. I've mm. I think I've watched all of them. Chris Hardwick did such an amazing and what's that? Is that construction? Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. Chris Hardwick did such an amazing job. And at this point, 114, I'll just give you the gist yeah. of it. And obviously my paraphrase is all over the map, but Norm basically says i'm not into young comics i'm not into confessional comedy you know um i saw a one woman show where where she told everyone she had breast cancer and he thought what a selfish thing to do he was like you know he was like everyone gets cancer like a lot of people get cancer it seems like you're not being brave and everyone said she was brave it, was, it seems like in my opinion it's not brave to tell everyone you have cancer it's uh it's it's something else. It's something else. It's like, it's, it seems like you're asking for empathy. You're asking for empathy, knowing, by the way, he is yeah. diagnosed with cancer at this time. And then he tells the story of this guy who's in a movie who was nominated for, who's in a David Lynch movie and he was nominated for an Oscar. And he said, and at the time he did the movie and at the time he was nominated, he was riddled with cancer and he didn't tell a soul. And he said, it, had he it's told the Chadwick everyone, Boseman thing too, remember he didn't yeah. tell any, like it and then you look back at it, and people were just like, there were articles on the internet, like, look how skinny Chadwick Boseman is. The internet doesn't love it. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe fucking think about something. It's it's yeah. crazy, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's, I, it's, it's, I, I'm torn between it because I do, I do personally think that you can draw, I don't know. I mean, you, like, I talk about having anxiety a lot, and I, and I, I've dealt with anxiety my whole life, and I, I actually don't find a stigma around it at all. Nor do I. Nor I, I think it's kind of powerful when you hear people talking about it and hear people beating it or or getting through it or hear tricks of the trade. Like that's for me. I'm always looking for a yeah, trick like of the trade. Cope, like hopes. Yeah, yeah. But but and and I just started thinking that maybe that is like a little bit of a. Maybe I shouldn't tell everyone all my all my ailments. You know, maybe I shouldn't. I, I overshare. I over overshare. You yeah. You're very. Uh yeah. You're like an open book for in a lot of ways. I'm a hundred percent open book, and I've always felt like that's the best way to live your life. Is if you're especially if you're out here, you just tell everyone everything, and and I think it's like it's person to person. It's the best way for you to do it. I'm like, jealous of Joe and Tom and Burr, who no one know anything about. I mean, people don't even know Burr's name. Like how many like like people don't know yeah. anything about Burr. Yeah, I think like that's to be, you know. I think I think there's a there's a value in it. Like I remember early on Joe telling me, like, Joe said something about like I, I remember telling everyone I'm going to Florida this week. He was like, Don't fucking do that. And I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Don't fucking tell people you're going anywhere. You gotta you're oversharing shit. You're oversharing. And I was like, I remember thinking, No, this is everyone makes cakes different ways. Yeah. But but and now in hindsight I look and I go, 
oh, I've overshared, like, like horror, like. But I don't know. That's the way. That's the yeah. that's the way I did it. You know. Yeah, but the, I mean, on the flip of that, that's and there's there's some truth to that, but there's also some truth to like. Sometimes when you explain what you're doing or where you're coming from, the reason you're doing it, your point is better served. Like, like, like you know, like, if, if I like had people cancer, can be misunderstood I, for having an opinion on something because yeah. they don't tell people where they're coming from and, you know, or why they why they think that way. They're just like, you know, like this is the line they go. To. Like, I, I'm like, you know, if I had cancer, I'd probably tell people on Instagram before I told my wife. I don't think that's true. I'm fucking, I'm just, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, like I, I, I tell them within the same day. They'd probably get the news at the same time. I don't yeah, think there's one told, person watching here. If you told here. Instagram you had cancer before you told Leanne you had cancer, I would she would tell you. Online. Yeah, she would tell you about your. You no- would. Doll Halston would find out online. I would definitely Dude, find out. On I fell off. That's I've, so fucking wild that you would actually think you could do that because, like, she would tell you you were getting divorced before she told Instagram. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I fell off a waterfall. And I posted a picture of my fall. Now it was a little tricky because I I got a picture and I posted a picture of my fall before I had called her. So, but we were in the middle of nowhere. So I posted it on. And I called her, called her, called her. No, I couldn't get through. Couldn't get through. And then I was on this fucking backboard, and um, and I posted a picture of me on Instagram on a backboard. Can you type in? <laughs> but Burt Kreischer back but is there some neck th- brace backboard is there some sense of and my parents I, I don't I don't some know sense of you knew you were okay because like do you think like maybe she would know you were okay because you were on a backboard um she because you were messaging or putting it on social media I think part of me thought she'll see this and know that I posted it and know that I'm okay because I can't get and these are great pictures okay. and know that I can't get in touch with me and yeah. that if she hears something, knows that I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but and I but my parents saw it before I did. Like it was before you told them. You mean? Yeah. And yeah. I knew I was okay. I knew. I, I mean, I knew that. I I was pretty sure I was okay because I felt. You find it? Yeah. Someone took that picture of me. Oh, I'm sorry. I wonder if it. I wonder if I posted it. Is this? Uh, who knows? But yeah, I fucking fell, and I thought. So, I, but like, so like, I, I, I look at the bravery Norm had where he went out like a fucking gangster. Well, there's like a fucking, there's a load of integrity in like. A load of integrity. And that I'm depleted I, of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, I'd like to think that part of me is like that, but I don't, you know, like. Okay. Well, how about this? But I don't know, you know, like, and I hope I never have to find out. So then, know, like, so then is it a moral response? So let's, let's, let's start from ground okay. zero. And I hate to keep using that. Um, but like. <laughs> Chris Rock tells everyone he has COVID. Now, is that is that his? I want people listening to answer this before Shane answers this. Answer this in your head. Is that his obligation, his moral obligation, to tell everyone he got COVID? Don't don't you answer. I want people to answer before you answer, so that they're thinking of, so they can argue this point with us. Does Chris okay. Rock? Does Joe Rogan? Does Dave Chappelle have a moral obligation to tell you they have COVID when they get it, or? Do they have the right to not tell a fucking soul? Mm. I'm going to think of my answer, too. Yeah. What do you think? Um, well, comparing 
it to norm is different. It is different. Yeah, yeah because there's like there's like a, a social responsibility involved with COVID that I actually be, like I believe in and I think okay. everyone should believe in because like it's contagious. You know, like yeah. yeah. And Chris Rock I mean, he when he said he had COVID, and he said, "You guys don't want this. Get the shot." Because Chris Rock said it, and then basically said, "This isn't not something you want to fuck around with." Yeah. Use it as a platform for people to go get vaccinated. Yeah, and I, I mean, if I think that's what you, uh, you believe in, and you're genuine about it, I think it's, I think it's okay. Um, it doesn't. Rogan, he might might, have some used... people might be doing it for likes when they get it. You know, like, like I think some people certainly do like like i'm not saying rock does that but you know people are like i got covid you guys don't want to get it here like come on this is gonna get me ten thousand new followers it was just like that's like okay i guess you're still helping people but it's also selfish and self-serving which is like kind of the world we live in now where anybody does a good deed a million other uh a million other like motivations are behind it. Like there's some it's, self-serving it, it, shit. It, I gotta, that's so true. Is that the second you think of a good idea that may help people? Yeah, people will like me from it. Like I'm fucking. I'm I and I am by no means saying I am not susceptible to that because I certainly I yeah. certainly am too. But like I mean, I saw someone. Everybody posted their norm tributes and stuff, and then like one person I saw, she's like, uh, you know. Norm dying has got me really sad, but it's making me want to go out and kill even harder tomorrow night at the blah, blah. Like, and they basically plugged their fucking show. And it's just like, it wasn't a joke. You know, like yeah. I could see people making the joke and just kind of like being like funny about it, but also like that. Cause that's what Norm would, what kind of stuff he would do. But like, this was like, you're, I don't even, your depth of field is fucking off like if you think people can't see how self-serving this sentence is like well i had a problem with the the post also what's your answer we didn't oh my answer with the um, rock yeah i think oh, i think chris rock i think chris rock did the right thing by telling people i have covid i was vaccinated yeah you know it's, it's i weird. agree with his position i agree yeah. with his position i agree with you know, sadly, I also agree. I'm not sadly, but like I also agree with Joe's. I know, no, I know that any what's of my Joe's? fans listening. What's, what's Joe's? I got COVID. I was fine. I did this protocol, mononucleosis or whatever. Yeah, and and vasectomies. But Iverson. But he told every Joe told everyone that he had it right, and he he beat it in a day. I mean, but like, did he? Like, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, he said he felt better in a he day. He tested negative within two days, I think. But now that granted, Joe Rogan's fucking his position. Joe is Rogan's so different. immune system is like fucking black water. Yeah, and it's also it's like his position is so different. Yeah, Joe Rogan's the richest comic in the world. Like, or you know, like he's like his advantages yeah. are very different. He like, had, he and it's had, not whatever. My shit with that is like, all right, here's I don't okay. know, I don't know you if you just all right. How about you this? have a responsibility at a, at that level? I guess one way or the other, and. Okay, you ready for this? Mm. You ready for this? Fuck, man, I don't know. It's tough, right? Well, no, because yes, 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 it is tough. If I get yeah, COVID, it is tough. I, if but I like, get COVID, should I tell people? Yeah. Well, here's there's a couple. Um, I think I think you're allowed to or not allowed to. One, to like to say so much. Two, like Joe also canceled shows and stuff, so he was telling people why he canceled his shows. Yeah. 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 Three, 
I also think when he's like, I did this and this, and I got all these things to get taken care of. Okay. Personally, I don't know, man. Like, cause like, it's a little bit of like, he has a platform that he's created for himself. And maybe we should also not think just because Joe has 20 million downloads an hour that every single one of those people is going to go out and do exactly what he did. We should give them a little more credit for that. Uh, just because a lot of people don't like Joe and they, they, they all, they, a lot of people don't like Joe. And then they assume that all of his fans think exactly like him and they yeah. won't like them. Oh, none and, of, that, way, and yeah. like that though, nobody can be objective if you don't agree with their, somebody's like politics like that. No, anybody who listens to them, none of them could be objective. Cause you don't like, cause you don't like Joe's politics. You assume that all of his fans can't be that objective or yeah. you act like it, which is now, fucking stupid. Now here's my question to you. Okay. Yeah. We go out on tour. Yeah. Starting in October. Yeah. And Joe offers me, hey, just so you know, I've got the protocol that I have. I can arrange for you so that if any of you guys get COVID, you can take the ivasectomy, uh, the mononucleosis. You can do all my protocol. Would you do it? If you get sick, would you do it? Would you take what Joe took? No. No? No. No. I fucking gobble it up. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I might I mean I say that now because it's not in front of me, but like yeah. my default setting is no, because like, dude, Joe's not a fucking doctor. Like, yeah. like but I he, mean like, he talked to a doctor. He talked to a doctor, and you know, like I talked a lot, to a doctor. Also, a lot of other doctors said the exact opposite stuff of Joe. I talked to a like, doctor. I talked you know, to so a doctor. Like, I like I'm gonna make my own decision, and having the carrot dangled in front of me yeah. is a completely different position than the hypothetical I'm in now. But like I had COVID. You know, oh, that's like, right. You did have COVID. Yeah, yeah. Got, oh, that's right. I forgot you got patient COVID. zero. Yeah, you had it like you had it like I you, had it March. You 5th. got it from a bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. But I didn't tell you guys till I was clear. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. But I just laid in my room. I didn't do anything. But it was also during like hard beginning lockdown. And how bad? How bad? Was, your COVID was rough. It was like I never thought I had to go to the hospital. But I was like, there were like three days where I'm like, this is fucking awful. And I had, uh. I called friends, parents who are doctors that I know, and they like checked in on me and that kind of like, I mean, like, and I had health insurance and all that kind of stuff. So like, but it was also the anxiety at that time was so fucking massive, dude. It was like, cause no one had an answer for anything. It was just like, we think, we think this, you know, yeah. like, and then the, you know, remember, I mean, now we all know it's airborne, right? We all know that, but at first they weren't really giving us that information. Like we, we thought it was like uh, with surface transmission or whatever. You know, you got like, you got COVID back to make a parallel. When people back in the day, so far, were like when people got AIDS, they thought you'd get it from mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. Like I got it was. <laughs> I remember thinking that in Florida, yeah, hardcore. Yeah, I I remember my my dad was like he was like I was like eight or something, but like AIDS was in the news a lot. Yeah, and he was like, hey, "You're in high school and you start going to parties and just don't drink someone else's beer. You might get AIDS, like shit like that. You know, yeah. like it's good. Yeah. And that's like, that's a thing I think we don't think about when things like this happen is that everything is new, so no one knows everything. Yeah, this is the this person is an expert in like the general field, but not on this one particular like. If someone is a general medicine doctor." they still have to consult with somebody about podiatry, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, well, so I think we need to think about that more too, because we're anxious. We all want fucking answers. We're all scared. 
I, well, I talked to a doc. I talked to a doctor. Does that make sense, or am I sounding no, like makes, a fucking buffoon? No, it makes total sense. By the way, I, I'm like, I, I think I'd if I got COVID, I'd just, I guess, ride it out. I'd call, I'd call my cardiologist or my, I'd ca- probably call my cardiologist because I think he's younger and he's a little more. Like we, we had a conversation about what Joe did, and, and he had notes, but yeah. he's he's a little more like hip. Like today, he was like, he was like. Hey, before you go on the road, you got to get the Johnson and Johnson booster. He's like Johnson and Johnson boosters. Like he's like if you can, but he's like Johnson and Johnson boosters. No joke. It's like fucking. It's It'll gonna keep you safe. It's gonna keep you real safe because he knows that I'm like that. That I that, and I know that people. If I'm saying this, people say this, but like it. it this fucking virus is fucked with everyone's heads. The idea that there's a boogeyman out there and you can get it from from being too close to somebody or not having a mask on. And I've been exposed to the virus a number of times. And, yeah. and and people have always had masks on around me, but a number and, and by the way, th- three times no one had masks on, and I sat as close as we were sitting, and still didn't get it. And like, and there's so, a yeah, and that's the thing. I I I agree with you. Like, there might be like, and this is something I don't know at all, and I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. There might be like a nesting period where you can have COVID, yeah, and not give it to somebody, and then that window ends too. Like in your oh. window of COVID, you know, like yeah. That's there's all stuff out there we don't know and we're all trying to figure out and like you know like your blood t- there's I've seen shit where people are like this blood type is almost impervious to getting COVID or they're not getting it at the yeah. same high rate and you're like okay well then that might mean like people with O negative are far more susceptible to get like and we're not gonna know that for e- eons like because we have to go far enough down the timeline to figure this out and conduct all these experiments we can't we're still fucking playing catch up with this thing in my opinion yeah what uh that's but, interesting i i because when chris rock talked about it i was like that's i'm pretty glad he did and then i thought about this clip from norm and i think cancer is very different but there is a selfishness to what i, I understand what norm was saying there's a selfishness to comedy right now like there's a, like whereas the old school like norm told jokes and and the jokes were for you right in a weird way the jokes were for you and there's a little bit of selfishness and, in comedy now where there a little bit of this one's for me. This kinda. one's about me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I'm guilty of it. I mean, I'm the gu- jokes were also for Norm, but I do agree what you're, with what you're. There's a selflessness to what Norm did where he would take some big swings. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, if they didn't land, they landed, it landed on directly on him. But, but he, he yeah, he took responsibility for his, 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 uh, what he did up there like God, he, got, he was so fucking good i mean like yeah he did i mean you can say that like he took a lot a lot of responsibility for what his jokes were like, can i tell you the one thing that i'm happy about is that i never slept on him meaning like from the day he was one, one of my I, guys from very, very was, yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. the very beginning he was one of my guys yeah. from day i don't one. always get everybody like yeah. even in comedy i don't always get everybody right away like where i'm like eh, i don't know and then like years later they blow my hair back or whatever but like with him i was just like this guy is just tuned all in. right let's different. go through let's go through just like let's just just we'll do five five comics that you go always been there for that you want to switch it like yeah yeah we'll go back and forth so are we taking norm off the table because he's already like so no we put norm's number one norm will be number one so we'll just agree on that yeah that where you go always always been someone you, like uh like regan is one of those guys oh, I, I could always watch yeah but but brian regan with yeah. okay he's yeah. he's he's somebody i can always always watch do it he talked about having uh, you know to, to parallel this 
He talked about having OCD on his special, super relatable, super comforting, made me go like, oh, I wish I had that kind of OCD. Like I had the fucking <laughs> OCD. It's so, but like, it's also Brian Regan, like meaning yeah. like he's one of the best comics. So like, of maybe not, of course he can take his OCD and make it work in a bit. Yeah. But he, uh, <laughs> if if someone is capable of it, you would bet on him to do it. Like which never is, slept which is on the, Brian Regan. Yeah. No matter the day I discovered him to today, I still everything he's done has made me laugh just as hard. And when he's on anything, I get excited. Yes. Yeah. It's great, and it's like, and that's the thing is like, well, like that's like the weirdest fucking thing in the world to me is when there are people are like newer comics. Like, well, like Regan does that, and you're like. Yeah, the guy who's been doing it for 35 years and sells out theaters. Yeah, yeah, he can do the bit about OCD and make it funny. It's yeah. not just what he's talking about. Louis it's was what like, he's doing. That's what, when Louis put out a special every year and then everybody started doing this. Like, what are you guys fucking stupid? Yeah, like I fuck, I play pickup basketball. I don't, like, yeah. and I have been on the floor at Madison Square Garden. I didn't think I was playing in the fucking game. Yeah. Jesus okay. Christ, that's stupid. Like, let's put let's so put I remember in. someone was like, Louie has like a shit joke or a or a jerk off joke or a or a a, a, a stuck an airplane joke. You're like, yeah, but it's Louie. Yeah. Like Louie isn't going like this is Louie's definitely yeah, Lou okay, okay, let's go back to that's our list. That's so fucking crazy. That's like that's the like level of comparison people have. It's just yeah. like but just like like we both have airplane jokes. It's like, yeah, that's it though. That's like that's like if <laughs> I saw Shaq and like, we both have shoes. Can I have yours? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't fit. It literally doesn't fit. You don't fit with your dumb comparison. Um, I could do, I can do my list so quick as you, as we're doing this, I'm going, yeah. I'm going literally Chappelle, everything he's ever done. I've always loved everything he's ever done. I've always loved. Mm -hmm. Um, Burr, everything he's done. I, but no, Burr, Bill, no, here's, somebody, Bill would probably be in my mind too. Yeah. Bill is I someone Bill, like I fucking know him. No, but Bill, but Bill, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, and I remember Bill when he was younger. Attell, yeah, he, I mean, that's the only guy people watch at the cellar. Like everybody, like you know, like he's the only person I see people get up for most of the time at the cellar and go downstairs. Like, or oh, not yeah. like everyone does go down, but like he's. I will say he's the name I hear the most. Not to try and blow smoke up his ass, but yeah. like somebody's like, "Who's on right now?" And like I tell him, "Man, I'm gonna go watch." You know, like guys will do that. Um, I'll tell you from Sean a, Patton. I can always watch. Oh yeah, like, Sean and, Patton's fucking. He's so funny and he's not famous at all. But like I I like I genuinely always watch him. And he I mean he's like a dear friend, but I like as a peer, he does something very different. Yeah. yeah. Um I I would probably say Maria Bamford. It's so different. It's Maria, so, I don't know. Just, I can't I, act I can, like I, I watch, watch all of her stuff. But. I can watch anything she does because I'm always interested. Yeah, I watch I'm really yeah, fascinated by I watch her. her but I can't say I like hunt down everything she does because that's not that would be a lie. I I I I kind of Tig I is can, someone I can watch do that. <coughs> yeah, Tig's great. Um, Cosby was one of those people I could watch work. Like he really like yeah. It's like and I I I mean I did comedy what, before he turned like we all knew what he was. Oh, so yeah, Stanhope. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, Stanhope yeah. without a doubt. That fucking beer hall push is like like it like. I rewatch comedy specials. I I will. Yeah. But very few of them am I like watching with the same kind of laughter as the first time. I got to yeah. watch Beer Hole Push again. Yeah. Uh, you know who's uh, I actually really liked? And I 
knew of her was uh, Taylor Tomlinson. Like I like I watched her quarter life crisis. And I was like, <coughs> I was like, I didn't know shit about her, but I like she threw was. it on. And I just, cause I just throw them on. And I was like, uh, like it was like, I was like, well, you know, when you watch comedy and you're like, they're going to do this thing. And then I was like, she did that thing and she she's is good yeah really good i mean she she's got jokes. angles like she has she, jokes when she's like she's like you ever did do something as a kid and you think it's normal and then you meet other kids and they're like what what you put your clothes away we had to wear muzzles and <laughs> i was like yeah i was working on a bit with a similar kind of like yeah when you find out like you do something weird just because somebody else told you like that's the strangest thing yeah that's so funny she said to me she was one of the I, one of the jokes i put in my spot I, I just thought it was a really cheap joke and she was, I was working with her. I used to take her on the road all the time. And she Taylor? was like, yeah, I oh. took her on the road for, I mean, I, I my, w what facts are and what my memories are, are two very different things. So like, I'd say two years, but probably yeah. 12 times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Once every, once every two months. Yeah, for two years. yeah. but it seemed like but forever. No, but, but you worked together. Yeah, 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 we worked together a lot. And, uh. And she was like, I like that blowjob joke. I, I was opening with a blowjob joke. The, it was uh, someone, sometimes when my wife is giving me a blowjob, I have the feeling she's gagging for the wrong reason. I think I remember this. Yeah, story. and then she was like, it's a good joke. I'd open with it. And I was like, for real? She was like, because she knew I was looking for an opening joke. Like, like I wanted to bang, boom. I need, I wanted to come out. Out of the hammer, game, pop. Hammer it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the cool thing about getting ready for a special is you start getting ready for like, all the fucking fixings around yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like you I, finally get to like, like it's like, here's all the materials for my house. Now I'm fucking actually put, building it. Well, right now I feel like, I feel like, and I'm so far away from shooting a special, but I, but I started thinking about it the other day and I was like, oh yeah, I get to do, I get to do all the, like, like imagine if you're building a house and you go, um, but you're in no rush and you're like, um, oh, I like that chandelier. I don't know where I'll put it, but I'm gonna grab it. And then you put it off to the side and you're like, oh, shit, those are the pavers we're looking for. And you're like, someone's like, yeah, but you haven't built the house. You're like, yeah, but I know, but at least I know the pavers I'm looking for. Yeah. And so like like the other day I thought of the term, I was, someone was talking about um, getting high from secondhand smoke. And I just real quick thought of the term secondhand cum. And I was like, and I just was like, I don't know if that'll ever make it in the special. <laughs> But I love the term secondhand cum or like I have this story. I think I told it. I think I, you heard me tell it about uh, making out with a chick that had just sucked some guy's dick you, and then uh, going, you think secondhand like, smokes bad. Yeah. Yeah. You should yeah, try secondhand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Secondhand kiss. Secondhand. <laughs> cum is such an aggressive word. Hey, can I ask if I had this, you know, when you have a bit pop into your head and you're like, somebody has this, yeah. like I got this from somewhere else. And then this line is like, it's, oh, you're so dumb. You blow your vibrator. Is that something? <laughs> oh, no, but I like it. It's, that's not something you've heard someone do, no, though. No, no, no I've no. never heard okay. anyone blowing a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, okay. I used to have a joke about Leanne goes, she goes, we should spice it up in the bedroom. We should get a dildo. And I was like, how about we use my cock? And, she, and I was like, I'm not subbing this guy out for anyone. I'm not like, if anything, if anything, if anything, I'll, I'll bring that's him in. That's kind of very, like, very, like, yeah, no. It's, yeah. yeah, I go, if anything, we'll bring him in as a closer. Start you off with a dildo and be like, all right. Bring in the big lefty. And then you're like, doom, 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 doom. Mariano Rivera. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Close, closing out the show. We call him the big heater. Six inches long.
stout, slender thighed. Oh. Maybe his last summer in the game. God, there was a something Bert's and dick. walk off the. I forget the. I, yeah, I was trying to think. I was trying to get back onto comics. I mean, we named like seven of. Them. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot more that I could. Zach Galvanakis. Yeah, so different. Zach Galvanakis. I could. But that's always what you do. Him. You watch people who are different than you. Like you know, like yeah, um, like we both tell stories for the most. Like yeah. in a lot of like, and I like storytelling comics and. Ron White, I can always watch, even though he's a storytelling com. Like I don't I can like always watch Ron White. Yeah, cigar- I mean, I, I like Tom. Um, there's a few. Other, I mean, Sebastian's really fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Chris, especially like early on, he was somebody oh, yeah. I could rewatch a million times. I'd watch. I, I like watching Chris Rock now because I go, because I, and I haven't seen him do stand up in forever, but his approach is so very different from like how I make the sausage. Like, yeah. He, he it's loves like, to like make it without the casing at first, yeah. and you're like, oh, the casing's the part that holds it together. And he's like, yeah, but if if you I sell if a you lot of casing, it, yeah. Uh, um, who else? I was trying to think what's Joe Para. Do you know who he is? No, he's got a TV show called Joe Para Talks to. You. I think it's on Adult Swim, but his standup is just really interesting. his late nights really good. I think he did Seth is what he did or something. But like, he's really like. He's just doing his own thing. I, I'm not even going to try to explain it yeah. because it's like you're looking at it and you're like, oh, this dude is like just weird and doing his own stuff. Can and I it, tell you someone who hits it out of the park on Instagram, on Twitter all the time is Ian. Carmel? Yeah. yeah. Every, he's got jokes where I go. Solomon Giorgio is another guy like that. That uh, it, Like his Twitter just blows me away. He, Ian, Ian, Ian tw- had a tweet the other day. Oh, fuck. Type in Ian. Ian, Ian Parms, a, I think it's Ian Parms. Is it? What does it say? Oh, uh, Ian, I'm the every, even the very successful actor Michael B. Jordan is the shitty Michael Jordan. I'm the greatest Ian Carmel of all time. He had one about uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'm just looking for Scotty B. Pippen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, he's really funny on. Uh, on uh oh his pod no or on oh, the, oh, oh on his the, podcast is fucking awesome but on the oh on the cordon yeah yeah his it's podcast pretty- is awesome because it's like it's just a disconnect and fun you know yeah what's well, like a jumping off point we did yeah. like, we did a live one this weekend in denver oh it's really good. is that yeah. what you what you were doing in denver yeah yeah we're doing uh high plains comedy shows like an indie festival there kind of like this guy uh my buddy adam caton holland and karen walktail put it on and they're yeah. like yeah, it's just like fun. Like it's a good group of comics. You like good show, definitely an altier vibe. But like, uh, the Dollop podcast guys came and headlined it. Those guys are great. Yeah, that's and, a great podcast. Yeah, it's super fun. People should really check that out. I was ta- I was talking about doing a podcast with a historian, and so and like uh, I wanted to sit with a historian and talk about po- like history. So I really am fascinated by history. Yeah. And someone's like, "Do you mean the Dollop?" And yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, I guess kinda, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kinda. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah, I guess what would I do? Just make jokes the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, like actually, <laughs> like, like you're all of a sudden you're gonna chime in with. But you are like a history guy. I'm really fascinated by history because, because what was it we watched, or you were reading when we were on tour? The Conquerors was that the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About about uh, the Portuguese, Be- fucking <laughs> finding the spice trade or whatever, and it then just a- going like turning into just complete monsters. I mean, complete monsters. Yeah. I downloaded it, <clears throat> uh, that book, 
It's and, and I was like, I can't get. It got me really depressed. Yeah. And then and then the other one was the one Rogan re- recommended, um, Midnight Over the Harvest Moon or something, and it was about the Indian Wars with uh with Texans and and for- frontiersmen, and it was like just so colossally depressing, like frontier wars basically. Yeah, yeah. and and you're just like, and I mean, almost the emotion. It sounds so just, interesting already. Like it's a oh, I I can't there's so many atrocities throughout history I, I think i get sometimes it'll give me anxiety and then like the ones what's interesting is my my youtube feed it's like i stopped watching shit on youtube that's, like that i stopped not- watching anything like anything that like all i watch on youtube is history that's all i watch on youtube i i don't click anything that isn't history when you and like, so all i get all i get in my feed is Dark Ages documentary. Uh, why Russia sold Alaska? Um, oh, I take that back. I take Machine that back. Gu- I take that back. I take that back. I watch uh, best food review show ever. I watch. Uh, I watch. I take that back. But right. But I watch enough history that all that comes up in my feed is history. Um, history. Brody Moss comes up in my feed. Like I have some old school ones that I've I've watched. Like Rogan yeah. comes up in my feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. history is like when I click on my fucking YouTube page. The first seven are history. It's all history. How often are you on YouTube? I sleep to it. Really? Yeah, I sleep to it. I, I put on a history oh. documentary on YouTube, and I play it, and then I play it throughout the night. I kind of think I remember some of it the next day. but And so that's why all the stuff on my thing is all history pod. History, they're really done well. Um, uh, I should recommend some channels. Maybe I'll do that on I'll do that on an open tabs, Austin. But like, so that's a good. They're idea. really good. They're they're animated, but they're basically a history podcast, and they're but they're animated, and so you don't have to watch them. So it's just visual aid. It's visual aid for you know. Yeah. But I I mean I've I I've listened to every almost everything. I've listened to everything about the Napoleonic Wars, about about anything about France. Do you have a favorite? Uh, period of history yeah um or like uh, like i mean favorite or like you don't want to say favorite war but well, i'm like, not uh, i'm not turned on to like the war of the roses era like the almost i would say that's more medieval i guess i'm, I'm yeah. not sure i'm not a, i'm not an expert on the shit but yeah. like uh i was fascinated by the the is it the war um type in uh type in france is it france terror it's the no uh-uh. God, damn it damn it it's uh <laughs> that's a depressing suggestion it's a horrible but, yeah france yeah. uh france terror <laughs> there was a there was a period of france that is i i'm i wish i knew more i wish i was smarter i i just listen to it it fascinates me i see if i can write some joke out of it if i find like a a verbiage or sometimes verbiage or or the way they talk about things will stick with me and i'll put it in my book and because i like the way the words come together yeah that's a good feel like when i like i can kind of relate to that when i'm reading something and the way a line is like the reign of it, terror reign yeah. of terror the so flow I mean, of the language the way they put it together and like how they use it. so the reign of terror is fucking fascinating in my opinion and i'm paraphrasing but it was basically uh a period of violence during the french revolution incited by co- conflict between two rival political fra- fraction factions uh and there were mass executions now here's what i find fascinating about the reign of terror the guy that started it is also also the guy that ended it 
And by the way, once again, any history buffs losing their shit right now going, but that's not at all what happened. But this is what I accrued out of it. The guy that started the reign of terror, the guy that started these mass executions of any, all you had to do is point fingers at someone and they'd be fucking executed these days. And during that time, the only way they ended it is when they killed that man. When they, when they decapitated, put that guy in the guillotine. The guy who the, started it. The guy who started pointing fingers. They then killed that guy. And once they killed that guy, the reign of terror was over. And so what I find fascinating about this reign of terror was it, I wouldn't say it's akin to cancel culture, but it, it that you can you can find parallels. And when you think, no, yeah, it's not it's that people aren't like it's like clearly aren't being beheaded, but like we, I think we can really, really jump on people very fast. And it's like a, it's like it's piranha esque. Like here's some chum, go get it, and then yeah. before if someone's devoured before you know it. And so it, what's really fascinating, and is, I don't think people think about. No one thinks about it. I don't think about it i don't think about that's Which why rea- I, it's just, it, like it can some people do most people don't like some people are reactive they're like this person said this who's got the hot who's got the best joke who's got that you know like and then you got and then you're like and the thing you we all do this when once somebody has a joke about someone who's getting canceled because they did something you start seeing like you're like jesus christ once the first thing you think seventy thousand people like this like this yeah you know like or you know what i mean and it's and it's one of those things of like the numbers encourage the behavior of us doing it like the like there's a satisfaction i think and being like i do it when i fucking post on instagram and something gets like whatever amount of likes i'm like oh that did pretty well like that's the thing i think you know like you know when i i I check to see how many if i hit a certain number of followers this week you know like yeah because if if I've, i've stopped doing that i've stopped trying to look at numbers on my videos because that number was giving me uh pleasure and then if the number if the number wasn't what I liked, it kind of bummed me out. Yeah. And I thought, I don't really care. I mean, I do care, but I don't I, I shouldn't care. I should just let my happiness be within. I have this whole fucking I You just, should let I it st- make you happy, don't let it make you sad because like it's like yeah. I just started journaling. I, journaling my feelings every morning because for part of therapy. Cause I'm trying to get I'm trying to get back into connected into society. And I feel like I, I feel like I've been I such w- an outsider. You cannot do this. What? Because that's for you, your journaling. But like reading it on a live stream would be so, so you can't, you actually can't actually do it. Can't. I'm so I actually could not. It yeah. Would, like it it's like be, you need to have a thing that's for you and not yeah. for like all yeah. these people to consume. Like, you know, even, they're even yeah. consuming our friendship right now, which is like kind of interesting. I'm glad yeah. it's yeah. good for us. But like, by the way, I'll sell our friendship. Yeah, me too. Come on. But with, <laughs> with, with McCarthyism, they it wasn't over until he was dead. No, I don't think they but, killed him, but they, they but you McCart- mean the reign of terror? Yeah, the reign of terror. Yeah. And so I, th- I thought that was really fascinating. So I was like, so I, the things like that fascinate me. Um, the Falklands are amazing. Oh, the Falklands, islands, the Falklands were, yeah, the Falklands and the takeover, the loss, and then the recapture. And then, then the uh, again, loss It's because it's like the, they're really like one because they present a, like a strategic military advantage because of where they are or something. Is that, is that what it is? Uh, I th- like, cause like, I think no, they're like they're in between two places. I don't know I, anything I, about I, them. By the way, we sat. Fuck with a, what I said. Don't worry. We had a guy. We had a guy on on the set of our um, movie who uh, Billy. <laughs> Billy, I should. I don't care to say his name. Billy, who fought in the Falklands, and uh, and he he's old, my age, a little older than me, but he fought in the Falklands, and the Falklands were like a British mainstay, and then and then 
then they came over and took over a part of the island and pushed Britain here. And then I think France took over and then, but it was like really fascinating to hear. I, I'll tell you what's really fucking It's wild is that there were people there before France or, uh, oh yeah. If France or England got there, right? Like that's the other thing we don't think about. It's like, oh, that's what, one of the things Norm said, by the way, not to get Norm canceled. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, but <laughs> he said, they were talking, they were ta- he was talking to David, to Dennis Miller and he said, Something about Native Americans. And Norm goes, yeah, but who did they take it from? And Dennis is like, huh? And he goes, I mean, were there not people before them? You know? I mean, I'm saying people were somewhere. Everyone was somewhere. Who did they take it from? I mean, there's a thought to it. I can't. Yeah, because. I'm not, I'm not touching it. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. Like, I, I like, I see where he's going. I'll tell you what's really. I see where he's going, but like. If you're going to make that point, you should probably know what came before it is, yeah. is what I will say. <laughs> What's really fascinating, I, I wish I could, I guess I might have listened to a few docs on um, on the conquering of South America, which was really fascinating. The problem is the information goes out of my brain so quickly because it's not something that's super useful to me. So that I, I I listen to the well, documentary. You should just enjoy stuff. I just enjoy it because yeah. I enjoy the story. I enjoy yeah. hearing stories of like, like, uh, like, like they, you know, the I think it was the the Spanish came in to take over Peru and had not taken into account the altitude and just how fucking it fucks them up. So the Peruvians were up here like, come on, come get us, and then they're just like, <gasps> so they'd be climbing up a mountain yeah, and just die. yeah, yeah and, and there was no like math on how to not get altitude sickness. Yeah, so they're like, I think we're all dying. We'll just camp. We'll just yeah. camp for three weeks or whatever. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Little stuff like that was really um, was was uh, has has been fascinating to me. Uh, and so and so it's I crazy. We only it. learn that stuff. Because someone like failed because of it, you know, like you yeah, like yeah, yeah it's like you only le- you learn about they learned about altitude sickness. They're like because they wouldn't they didn't think about it. and why would you? Because it was probably so early on in humans trying to conquer one another. That but what's so interesting to me is that also this has nothing to do with my career. So like this has That's nothing good, though, to do right? with like the business or a movie or like it's not a comedy you're podcast. Not, you're, not, you're not like absorbing it and being like i could turn this into something like you're right not trying you're to just do, yeah. sitting there going like you're just trying to be like i just find it fascinating you know and, and burr created this whole obsession because he gave me this book Flyboys, and i'll tell you right now anyone listening that first chapter the prelude on prelogue on Flyboys, is one of the most fascinating things i've ever what ever it? ever read what i mean it? just it just talks about Asia and I, I Flyboys is about pilots to, about a bunch of pilots in World War II who flew missions over Japan uh, just before the bombing of Hiroshima and it was and one of the Flyboys is George W. Bush George H. Bush Her, Herbert's the older the dad right yeah yeah and so George H. could be wrong but and so I I detested that family a great deal, so I didn't really know who was. I would have loved to have been. I didn't know their middle names. Love to have been kin to them. Oh my god, <laughs> you'd be fine. I didn't. You wouldn't about. have to do this podcast. The family's doing well. Yeah, I, uh, George W. Bush's daughter is on the Today Show, correct? Oh, really? The, is she? She's on the Today Show. I'm almost certain. She oh, Jenna Bush. Jenna Bush. Yeah, she doesn't curse. That's what makes me love Jenna Bush. You like she that? doesn't she doesn't, but yeah but it's i like i, I kind of like i i know that I, she wouldn't like me i know she wouldn't like me but when you're someone who just is 
<laughs> so one thing I get a yeah, kick out so of it. That you're like, well, I don't think this former president, <laughs> former two-term president's daughter would like me. I don't think she'd way. like me at all, despite the fact that her dad in college would have loved me. Probably. Loved Probably love you now. Me. He'd love me now, I think. Yes. Um, but she, yeah, right there. she won't say the word fart. She calls it the F word, which is can be a little confusing. She thinks it has there's three meanings for that word. She thinks there's one. I don't think the word fuck comes into her mind at all, which is I think insane. is insane. I think she do, would not use that word. So for her, the F word is fart. And she was telling a story on the Today Show. I think about this. If I start once thinking a month, when I hear the phrase the F word, if I start thinking fart, she goes, I'm going to text you. Someone said something. What's the weirdest thing you've ever done in an elevator? And she goes, I F worded in an elevator one time. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I was by myself. And everyone's like, huh? And it was it was it was on the show. And I sat up in bed and started going, I love Jenna Bush. I love Jenna Bush. She doesn't know that she just told everyone she fucked in an elevator. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Jenna Bush. <laughs> what time do you got to get out of here? We're, we're going up on three hours. Are we already? 220. Oh, we started at 220? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Um, uh, I mean, I have... I have a show at 7.30. You doing spots tonight? Just one over at Dynasty Typewriter for... Dynasty Typewriter is a great fucking place. Yeah, Jamie's the best. Uh, I don't know them, I don't know them but I, I know yeah. that's a great fucking venue. Have you not been to it yet? I, I did a show with the dollop the day before the fucking pandemic. Kicked. Really? Yeah. I, I came home. But you know Jamie, though. He used to be the improv. Oh, yeah. I know Jamie. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, his yeah. place. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I would love to do a spot at Dynasty Typewriter. Jesus is hosting the show tonight. For real? Yeah. It's for, he won't do it. It's for Netflix, like, radio things. So, like, what they're just it? taping sets and then putting okay. them on for streams. Um, what, uh, I did the, the so, Dave from, uh, from the dollop. Okay. Um, am I saying the right name? Yeah. Yeah. Dave and... Like, I know, because, I mean, like, I, I met him for the first time, yeah. like, two days ago. So, Dave and Gareth and I are backstage. It is, will you type in Burt Kreischer dollop appearance? What was this the is subject? really fucking interesting. What was the story? What's that? What do you mean? Oh, what I don't I, actually know. But yeah. All I know is I said really inappropriate shit on it. Well. Um, live that time to narrow down, the, narrow down the Google search. So, they uh, they released it. Okay, they they released it on the twenty third. Oh, okay. wow! They so released it on the twenty like third, a week or two before. We shot it uh, a week before, probably two weeks before, week and a half before, on like the thirteenth, on a like a thirteenth. And I went in. So the I, tour had already ended. Like you had already canceled the date. Nope. Nope. We had just we we were going. God, I wonder what day we recorded that, because I had I was flying out the next day to go to New Orleans. And that's when they had to cancel at the singer. And and they said... Because I was already... Yeah. Because I, I had already left. God, when, yeah. when? By the way, I am the worst at fact-checking. Like, my story... The way my... my When I tell a story, I feel like I'm just telling you what I think you need to hear. Like, and then and then you're going, wait, is it 23rd? I'm like, well, hold on. I it mean, gets yeah. better. It gets better. And then in my head, I'm like, Bert, do some quick math. And then I'm like, <laughs> uh, it was the 13th? And you're like, well, was that before the singer? And I'm like... Jesus Christ, yeah, Shane! Can you not hold me we to one on the fucking bus? Dates? And then, then we're the, yeah, then we fucking lose everything. So it was before we left. It was in between DC and New Orleans. 
So we went, we were in DC and everyone was talking about this virus. Yeah. And I went and did this. I wish I knew an exact date because I'd be better. It was not the 23rd. I know that because stay at home orders were on the 15th. Okay. 15th were absolute stay at home orders. I bet. Wait, hold on. Why am I? Fuck. This does not make any sense. No, I'm having deja vu, by the way. Weird. Uh, (laughs) I wish you could go back into your calendar and look at like past years. Why does it erase things out of your calendar? Does it do that? I think so for me. I don't think it does. Let's see. What was when was when was March? March of 2020. Okay. Is when yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Hold on. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it'll kind of defeat the function, the purpose of the function of a calendar to put dates on it and have them disappear. March had, 10th. That's when you did it. I did it March 10th. Yep. Yeah. And so we must have did we so you did this, then flew out to meet the bus somewhere and went to New Orleans. No. Oh, yeah. Because the 12th you flew to... New March 2020? Yeah. Oh, I'm in May. Oh, my bad. I'm in May. God damn it, Bert. March 10th, it says? Yeah. Uh, I did the dollop at Dynasty Typewriter at 8 o'clock. So then the singer must have been on the 12th. Uh, I flew from LAX to DFW on the 12th. And the singer must have been... Sanger? Is it Sanger? Montgomery? No, no, no. Montgomery, Alabama was the 7th. Oh. The, the, uh, at 1 a.m., we flew out to New Orleans on the 12th. I flew to New Orleans on the 12th to do the Singer Theater on the 12th. And you ran... And I and I did Dynasty Typewriter on the 10th. Okay? So on the 10th, I... Okay, This these are all tracking. Jesus Christ, don't ever fucking put me under oath. I am fucked. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're not. Um, so on the 10th, I do the, the dollop. And my special's getting ready to air. You guys will have this aired by then. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, he said... He said, Dave says, what, um, he goes, don't talk to anyone in the audience. Don't go shaking anyone's hands. And he goes, and if you could just keep your distance. And I went, what are you doing? What are you talking about? And he's like, Hey man, this virus thing is going to be fucking serious. Dave is so fucking smart. He really is so fucking smart. He goes, this virus thing is going to be very serious. And I went, like, are you being serious? And he was like, "Uh, dude, let me tell you something. Our country is going to shut down for a long period of time. And I went, and Gareth's like, hey, man, I'd listen to him. He knows what he's fucking talking about. And I go, Dave, you're telling me? And he goes, I am. He was keeping distance. He was he was washing his hands constantly. And he was like, trust me. I go, I have dates. I'm leaving for New Orleans tomorrow or two days. And he goes, uh, the, <coughs> those are getting canceled. The fucking country will shut down. This is way big. He kept, he kept saying. Dave this said is, this? This is on the 10th. He goes, this is way bigger than you think. This is way bigger than this is going to cripple our economy like he's literally predicting the year this is when no one thought it was real and i had and i had to tell him i was just at a fucking knicks game drinking beer in the crowd with everyone and he was like if you don't mind we don't know anything about this virus yet so just keep your distance and so we stayed distant we did the dollop i went home and i was like dave's out of his fucking mind i go man that's a true conspiracy theorist i get on the flight we Jesus get into, we get into New Orleans. We get into New Orleans. We land in New Orleans. 
Andrew and I are on the same flight. We go out drinking that morning in New Orleans because I drank all night on the flight. Yeah. We pull in. We start drinking in New Orleans. We have a meeting with uh, <coughs> with with uh, uh, who's the, who's the guy that used to host uh, Wipeout? Um, I had him on the podcast, and I, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, we John have, Cena? No, no, he hosts the new Wipeout. Simon Gibson? No. We had a, we have a meeting with him. He's producing a movie. He just got his movie greenlit. And he's like, I want I think you're right for the role. I want to I want to introduce you to the um to the producers. So we go downstairs and and uh we're drinking beers and I am oblivious to this virus. We're drinking beers. John Henson. He's like, I'd I'd love for you to do this. I'd love for you to star in this. We're shooting Florida. You're perfect for it. And I'm like, great. Andrew and I go in, we have a few beers. The they come in and they're wearing masks and rubber gloves, the producers. And I'm like, I'm like, and they're sitting away from us. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, this, uh, this virus, we got to take it seriously. We got to take it seriously. And I was like, I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm unmasked. I'm touching my face. I just got off a flight. I tell them I got off a flight. The woman moves one table away from me. And it was like, and then you could see John being like, I hope this just comes and goes. I got a movie that's greenlit. It's greenlit. I'm shooting it. We're scouting locations today. And so <laughs> we go back to the bus, pass out wake up and they're like uh no shows no shows wild and and i think you guys took the bus back right oh yeah that was the first that was the first extravagant spend on my part where i was like so i remember saying to everyone like how do you guys feel i was like we can all get flights today get on a plane today tomorrow party in new orleans play get on a plane or we can take the bus back and i remember I remember Ron's like, I got to take the bus back anyway. You're paying for it to go back. And I was like, I go, let's just take the bus home. And so we all stayed on the bus. And yeah, and I don't think anybody wanted to fly anyways, probably. <laughs> I quit drinking. I quit drinking. What? I quit drinking on the 15th of march find out what time find out because i've always told the story and i've said totally wrong dates every time what day were stay-at-home orders in los angeles i think they were march 15th i mean i i was stuck here but i don't remember um but my, but you even remember in the beginning like when they were like stay-at-home orders and people were like i have to get groceries can i go to the grocery store like we knew like generally speaking, the public really knew nothing. Like, so can I tell you that's the fucking only time Leanne's ever outright bend at the knee, apologize to me, because I have I am a fucking a little bit of a fucking psycho, and so I hoard frozen meats, frozen fish, fro like all, all canned foods, frozen everything. I, I I hoard them and I put them in a garage, and I've done it forever. I've bottles of water fucking out the ass um obviously booze but we had uh, noodles i remember i like i remember one time i just bought, obviously booze. i was like <laughs> i saw a deal on fucking pasta and i was like i bet this shit lasts forever i grab a bunch of pasta i throw it in our freezer so that i like I don't know, we had a, a freezer in the fridge and freezer mm -hmm. out, outside and she was like it's clogging up our fucking our garage and i was like babe trust me i go one day shit's gonna go sideways we're gonna need this i remember her coming in and being like uh, I am sorry for treating you like shit, treating your OCD like shit, treating your your nooks and crannies is what I called it, treating it like shit because you really have kind of like 
save the day. We don't need to go to the store. We have tons of fucking food. We're fine. And and we were until you could go to the store, which was like f- fucking April, I want to say. We had so much food and we had uh we had bought this house and we had a refrigerator here. I remember and I filled that with meat. I think and I did Rogan and Rogan gave me like 15 pounds of elk. Did he really? And and I, and I was like, babe, going to the new house. I'm dropping off the new house, the freezer in the new house. And we filled do you do you remember how this? long was it before you broke um like you saw anyone outside of your family oh uh in person yeah definitely uh, i don't know why why would i ever you know answer yeah. this question because i like i'll tell you what i was sober for three months i didn't drink for three months march april may some i had my first drink i had my first drink mid-may probably so two and a half months yeah and so probably two and a half months we had we had i remember people walking by in the front yard and uh and me keeping like 30 feet distance and talking to them i'd be like oh i'm gonna back up a little bit and uh but leanne was a little more comfortable because in her brain she's like you can't get it outside and i was like yeah or things like that i remember i remember feeling like a great sense of relief when i saw paper towels back in my grocery store god they're like that's how fucking. By the way, I've I've only been to the grocery store probably, no joke, three times since. Three times. You guys just Instacart? No, me. I me. I don't. I won't go to the grocery store. I had fucking went. I went to the grocery store the first time back to the grocery store. We went to Gelson's, and I had a legit panic attack. And I, I but I didn't. It's funny because I've had panic attacks before. I couldn't quantify it as a panic attack. Something was just off. And I was like, I was like, I don't was know. it like COVID fear? Oh yeah, it yeah. was. It was people fear. It was like being around people. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And I went out. And I went out to the car. And I was. It just went away. And I was like, all right, I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna have to acclimate. But what's crazy? What's crazy is that on the road, I when we went on the road, it, I could get. It was better, in a weird way. Like I can go to a. Well, that's a place you're also like comfortable. You know, like that's a big part of it. I think it's a doing things you know how to do like everything was taking away so that place was familiar again which was good targets and walmarts are more comfortable to me because i think there's so much more space you can keep away from people i mean i guess that's actually <coughs> just true like you go to a gelson's and people are like, excuse me and you're like what the fuck i thought we were supposed to not touch each other yeah oh dude i was like anxious like this one guy like i had my headphones in after it was like my first trip to the grocery store yeah and uh this guy like tapped my shoulder. I was like, what the fuck, man? You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, and it was just like, you know, he doesn't know. Like, or he like, he like, we're all learning shit. That was the other yeah. thing. Like, I thought like everyone's so fucking like, this world is different now. It's different for everyone. Yeah. Maybe someone not doing something that you are doing. Is just them forgetting or not remembering to do this new thing or like, yeah. you know, like, but I like we were all so fucking anxious, <laughs> dude, you know, like or like, you know, maybe not all of us, but you get what I'm saying. Like a lot of people were just like so wound up. They were like, what are you doing? Stay away. And they're just like, oh, my bad. You know, like we need to like Com- uh, I'm, I'm give space with, to one another a bit. Yeah, I'm bad with confrontation. And I remember going into Gelson's. I remember going into Gelson's and a woman complaining that my mask wasn't the right mask. And I remember being like, I can't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I can't have this in my life where people 
can just come up to me and complain. Oh yeah. Like, like, like I'm doing something like, and so <clears throat> that got me out. And then I went in, I was in the grocery store, like just recently. Oh, right before the, on, uh, on Friday, I went to Gelson's, but I was, I was in and out motherfucker. You know, got that? six bottles of wine. Got six oh, bottles your, of wine. I went in and th- these people were talking, like sitting next to each other talking. And I was like, excuse me guys, can I get in there? And they're like, sure, reach in. And I was like, hey, just give me a little space. And they're like, huh? I said, I'm just trying to stay socially distant, guys. And they were like, oh, oh, yeah, right, sure. I'm like, we're, you live in fucking Hollywood. Yeah, fucking, and also, yeah. like, I think that's also one of those things, like, maybe these guys are like, yeah, okay, you should just be like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, we're clearly more lax than we were. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, find, like, we're all trying to find out where people are, because the other thing is, like, you know, like you were saying, it fucked with everyone, but people came out at different times, too. So they they sustained it longer in some ways, in some regards, or less amount of time, or yeah. are more comfortable, you know, like, you know, going like, on tour with and, you guys saved my brain. It was good for me too. It was good like, for my brain because I think I. But do you remember? Do you remember? Were you were you with us in Colorado when we went to house? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember? That was like the fattest I have ever felt. Was like on that tour, dude. I fucking bleep his name out, but I shit all over that bathroom. Do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember at at whose bathroom in Colorado? At his at that house at that house I shit i had the worst diarrhea i've ever had in my fucking life you don't remember that yeah i mean i don't sorry i do not remember <laughs> when you had a fucking horrid bowel movement at a stranger's house who let you park your tour bus on their private man-made oh. lake, but do, or but whatever that was do you remember like, do you remember how i do lax- not remember that time you fucking had liquid defecation <laughs> do you remember we had been on tour all around the country and then just how comfortable they were being around us and all of us mm-hmm. were like I don't want to give it to you guys. Yeah, but like, well, that was like, uh, the, the, yeah, that's true. And that was also the weird part of like how much isolation, like people were like, we've been like, we've been, it's just us. Like, yeah. and like, you guys have just been on your butt. Right? You know, that was like a big part. And that was also one of the things that was like made that tour really good and also really hard for me was like, you know, like when we tour together, like I love it, but I always have like an hour a day at least where I am like yeah. on my own. Like yeah. I can't be around. <laughs> I need my downtime. So like, but there was nothing open, you know, there like so nothing. So like, you know, like, like, oh, I'm just going to go get a coffee. I'll catch up with you guys in an hour. And like you're doing a podcast or whatever. Guys, I was just like, I don't know what I'm fucking supposed to. I would just go yeah. like stand outside the bus and look. Yeah. <laughs> like because I was just, I was like, I said. It was like it was a really quite an adjustment for me to like be around people that much all the time. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think I like. I remember like being like, I don't want to have kids, like because I would have to just be around them. A oh bunch. yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like I, I wouldn't I'm, say I'm like a what do you call it a hermit and invert introvert, but yeah. like you know, like I'm definitely like you're definitely more introverted than I am. Yes, I loved the and da- and Dave is like very outgoing too. Dave is very extroverted and, and like. There's a nice mix of that on the bus because I would say Mans is outgoing, and I would yeah. say Andrew and Zeus and I are a little more introverted. Yeah, and then I would say Ron is like, I don't think he cares whatever anyone does. Like, yeah, I think the only thing he cares about is whether or not we slam the door, and the, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. But, yeah, so that balance works on the bus. All right, we should wrap this up. I think I got to pick up Isla at yeah. fucking five. Are o'clock. they in school? No, she got golf practice. What? playing golf yeah um what was i gonna say we should wrap up but i should i had a question i don't know wait 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 think about it 
I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, it's probably just like touring stuff or something. But when well, we I can't it, wait to go back on tour. What You don't know what dates you're on? I, wonder I, if I do. Could... I know I'm on the big October. Is it? Is it all of us again? Or are we doing like chunks? I think we're doing chunks. I know that like I tried to get it. I tried to get it so that we could all um, so that we could have big. Jesus Christ. I don't know what it's under. I'm with you in like two weeks like or a week and a half like i have my birthday and then i fly out to meet you somewhere so okay yeah because i think dave's not on that one yeah i think dave starts off the south in alabama and all those and then you come out the next week and then I, we go to florida you're not on florida i'm right? not on florida but i am in like montgomery and all that kind of stuff and then i do the chunk in the midwest where we like do the fox theater and that stuff yeah and then i don't know like I got Stacy planning activities for us. Great, she's rad. Yeah, and, and then, then I don't. Th I don't think I'm in New Orleans. I don't know. Like you know, some of it I'm not sure if you. Yeah, because I, I didn't know if everybody that. was together again or if you were doing like. I was going to remember do before. That. It was like, oh well, you come this time and Dave will come the next weekend. We were kind of like that's how we used to do it, and I, th yeah. and I just thought. I just thought it was easier to do two people. Two is great. Two like is three the perfect. Of us is great because like, one was one one. I remember we did one for a long time, and then Dave. I think it was like you and Dave, and Dave goes, "Just you know, I love having company." Yeah. And I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "I think it's healthier for us just to not be just me and you, to be me, you, and another guy." And I was like, "Okay." So we started doing that, and then Andrew, that's actually that like yeah, that's a good chunk. Like because it was also fun yeah. when we were in Atlantic City like this past time with Mike, and there were a bunch. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, it was great with Mike, and then. I just I, I I'll tell you what after doing Red Rocks I just said I want to make everything a little more eventy for us I want to make it more fun for us and I want it to be like you only live once and I'm living on the road these next three months at least and yeah. so I was like I'm gonna make everything a lot of like a lot of our downtime's fun I don't know if we're doing sober October again this year but like if we do we'll just do it the I way can't we believe did you're doing it like why I just think it's hard dude like I mean yeah. like I know, like we talk about, like how much you drink, but yeah, I don't. I'm like, not I don't, like I'm not like we we talk. That, I'm not like it's not like there's a bunch of voices of reason on this tour bus. Like, <laughs> like you know, like it's not like maybe water. You know, like every, even Mans, who's the healthiest one, oh, is oh. like he's polishing off bottles of like. And I don't throw throwing him under the bus. Is he shooting this again? Too? So so Mans and Andrew are gonna like tag team, but I yeah. think there's gonna be somewhere they're like the big Florida run. I think we have some big events planned. I'm in sure between. you do. Yeah. Um, like Dave just texted about. He was like, "I know we have three days off. Do you think you'd be interested in taking us to the Bahamas?" And I was like, "I was like, I don't know. Let's get a price point on it." Because I'm like, "If it's Who, he texts you things like that, he goes, yeah, he just that's crazy. He texts you're on the fucking text chain." Aren't it's, you? This that might be a private one because or a different one, just you and him one, because like that's crazy to me that <laughs> Hello? What are you doing? Oh yeah. Oh shit, that's what it is. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm doing yeah, yeah, we gotta get Halston wrapped. You got another podcast. When are we uh um but no, but so I like I want to go to the Florida State. I also I I want I really would love to acquire some booster shots. I would love to get a weird booster. doctors out there. Oh yeah, if, 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 you yeah, shouldn't if, be soliciting 
medical help through your, your podcast. Yeah, if you guys were a, <laughs> yeah, if you're a like, doctor and you got your hands on yeah. some boosters. Yeah, all the doctors at Burt's show that just filled up the back of their pickup trucks yeah. like hot tubs. Listen, we're like, gonna be going to we're gonna be going to COVID extra friendly places like Huntsville, Alabama. I will say I this is like horrible, but my ticket numbers are way better in those places when I, <laughs> I go to those places. Oh, By the way, let's do uh let's do vaccinations at my shows right. and 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 boosters, I would love to get a booster shot. I told my my, my cardiologist. What do you think would like, happen if you did vaccinations at your shows? I think a lot of people would just be like, uh, "No thanks, I'm not going to get a shot from a guy no, in a parking like, lot." You, <laughs> no, but like if you offered them, like not like mandatory. I don't. Oh, mind, no, I don't think you don't even. Think, yeah, just, nah. I don't think anyone's like, "Well, you know, it's a good cocktail." Yeah, put one yeah, of yeah, these yeah, in between very, vodkas and sodas. Like, why don't I make my hangover worse for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Weird. I wonder if you offered. I don't think people are. I don't think people aren't getting vaccinated because it's they're hard to come by. I think people aren't getting vaccinated because they don't want to get vaccinated. Yes. Yeah. At this point, I think that's very. And by the way, like, like I said, it's, it's so many people that are completely ideologically polar opposites that you go. Yeah. yeah, Like this, the the thing is, it's not one person. I'll be dead serious. I'll be dead serious. Kind of person. My cardiologist today said, you need to get the Johnson and Johnson booster. I'll be very honest. There was a part of my brain that went. And I already have the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Part of my brain goes, yeah, but what do we know about these? I swear to God, oh, I, dude, yeah. my brain said that. And I went, this isn't. I can do that with anything. Dude, I remember in, I did New Faces in 2013. Yeah. And then I saw the New Faces for 2014 come out. And I was like, who the fuck are these people? And why didn't I get this? <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, I mean, like, and I was like, legitimately, I was, and I was like, you can't do this twice. Yeah. yeah like, it, it's so stupid. I is, mean, is the booster shot just another vaccine i think it's like it's a, not a booster shot it's just another i think it's like a dose. dose yeah 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 i don't know what would be different about a booster shot if you already had it in you you know like i think it's like a, they, they last i think it's like kind of like my impression and i could be super wrong about this is like it's kind of like filling up your gas tank before it's empty like then how is the new johnson johnson booster 94 percent effective against covid by the way, I'm certain that we were going to get flagged by any medical people because all we've been doing well, is spewing should. inaccuracies. We should. Like, My dad should. sent me this today. He said, he, he just said, picture of his cock. <laughs> he just turned your phone. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, buddy, we need to get <laughs> some like, of this. And, yeah. <laughs> Fuck the booster. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, who fucking knows what he said? I can't find it. But but uh, my dad texted and he was like, you need to get the... the uh, Um, um, all right, we should wrap yeah, this what's up. We should wrap this up. When does this come out? I don't know. When does this come out? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. we'll put it out earlier because we talk about the tour. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll, we'll rearrange the schedules. You know, fuck Rosebud Baker, right? Okay. <laughs> She's great. Did you watch her special? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. I'll tell you who's, I'll tell you whose podcast is going to take a little while to come out. Yeah. A little Shane Gillis. We're gonna have to clean the fuck up out of that one. Was it? Oh, was it? We got hammered at like ten in the morning, and at the end, I mean, by the way, I'm gonna leave them vast. Anytime that he goes, no, leave it in, yeah. leave it in. Oh, right. oh, we were just. I mean, you're I, like you understand. You're like you're almost like, hey, look, man, this is also like a form of social distancing. I can't be near <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Shane was fucking hilarious. He's a funny dude. He's man. a funny like, motherfucker. Yeah. I got lit up. I got lit up. Shane texted me because I some article wrote, uh, you know, Shane Gillis is gets the last laugh or whatever, and that 
basically saying he has specials hilarious saturday night live canceled him and yeah whatever and his special is fucking hilarious and so i just tweeted it and I said congratulations shane and shane texted me he's like you might want to take that down and i was like what and he's like yeah you're getting a lot of heat from people because i guess i don't i don't know what the blaze is but i guess it's the blaze like a a right wing i'm honestly not i don't, I don't know, know. Yeah, but i, like, didn't, I, I don't or like it was something like something with an agenda wrote up shane like something i, I guess yeah, yeah. i don't okay. i don't know i really sincerely don't know what the blaze is all i know is that shane gillis comes up in my feed yeah and shane gillis probably has a has a a digital footprint that 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 walks on that side of the road uh, yeah 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 and so i would say he had this bit i thought was so fucking funny the moment he gillis like the yeah. moment he said it What's was that? he just goes like People don't like Trump, but he's hilarious. He's like, remember that time he said he he tried to nuke a hurricane, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and like, and it was just like, yeah. At the time, we were like, that's a, the craziest thing I've yeah. ever heard. I can't believe, but that's Dude, like he said it. So it was something, and I'm butchering it, but I, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like what, that's just what, so fun. Such what was a funny the time? Thing. What was the time when we were in the tour bus and, and and you know Andrew's so fucking dry sometimes? Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. Donald Trump can be very funny. Do you remember when he called Ted Cruz's dad the, the Golden State Killer? Yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he said he was the Golden State. His dad yeah. was actually the Golden State Killer. And I was like, he said that? Like, he said some of it is like Christopher Buckley level, like absurdity of Paul. Like, uh, Dude, like what's the one that's the viral one of Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris going, don't come, don't come. And Trump goes, I'm going to come. <laughs> That, I've seen that. Oh, it's so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> I'm going to come. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I, oh, I did not. See what that. if we put a higher table here? Would that work, Halston? Whatever covers up my belly. I, I want to cover up my bare feet and my belly. You never, like, you never wear shoes. That's Florida for you. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I could just retire and go perform in Key West. I mean, you could, but then, like, like, okay. But then, but then. You got. You can't do that. I wouldn't mind. You know, it's so funny. Ralph. Do you like? Do you? I. I would love to. Would you like? Can you see yourself ending up back and forth? Like I'm done with the game. In Key West. I yeah. can see myself in Key West. Yeah. I could definitely see myself living in Key. West. I would be very happy living in Key West. Now, I would not be very very healthy, and I would probably. Oh hey, what's up, baby? I'm waiting Okay. This is I a great podcast. It's good this to see. Is... No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs> you have you have a guest too. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm gonna, my my. Uh, I'm trying to get this booster, Leanne. Um, I look autoimmune. If they had seen me yesterday, they would have thought it. Today, I look yeah. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you haven't drank. How long you been? Oh, right now, it's about eighteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't drink You're last. Fucking I didn't drink last I night. Like I was like legitimately worried what you said at the beginning of the podcast when you were checking your blood pressure. Oh. I was like. <laughs> you're like, oh. oh god i will be a little happy if you do so- sober october it's easier on the bus when yeah like oh, well rogan's, everybody it's camaraderie helps with it rogan and uh and tom i mean everyone's got to agree to it if no one's into it i'm not going to do it but yeah and by the way there's, know, yeah, there's one day that i already have kind of earmarked for drinking pretty heavily which is that uh i'm taking the girls to the rams game and it's october 3rd and i was like i'm gonna want a party pretty aggressive before my birthday yeah yeah and so um that'll be who are they playing cardinals yeah we're just going to we take, should wrap this up yeah, we're, let's wrap we're up. Meandering. all right all right yeah, all, right, all right i love you i'll see I you, love you. I'll see you see. yeah yeah all right bye, uh, bye.
episode was brought to you by The Machine.